0: Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music.
1: Well, the things we care about.
0: That's right. Which is mainly metal music and live music. I'm one of your hosts, Brian. joined with your other host, Karen. And Karen, what is this episode all about?
1: This is about the Metallica weekend in Detroit.
0: Yes. Part of their M72 tour. Uh, they kind of structured this tour as sort of a city takeover. Yeah. Um, which they sort of did for their m 2 and the 40th anniversary in San Francisco, right? Where they get, like they came in over the weekend, basically took over more for the 40th. I felt like than they did for the S and M, but the 40th is definitely sort of like a, a city takeover. Yeah, yeah. Where they had other events going on within the city, and every stop on this tour seems to be structured that way, where it's a show on like typically it's a Friday night show and then a Sunday night. Right. Some, Some of th- them
1: have been Thursday, Saturday. But. Yeah,
0: or Friday, Saturday. I think. Or were they? always... No, they're always there's always a day between. A day between. Okay. Yeah. Um. But that in between days, sort of like a, we can go do other Metallica related events and things, right? Um, which is kind of a cool concept, a cool way to structure a tour where it's not just the music; it's more of the community and yeah, yeah, get like, all the fans together, get the fans together, and go explore the city, have fun in the city, and do things that we as fans like to do, and also help our charities out, the the All With My Hand charity, by going and doing charitable acts at like food um, food centers and whatnot, which is right. A really, really cool thing that they're doing as part of this tour, the way they're structuring it. Really a novel way. I don't think any other band I've seen has done it that way.
1: Yeah, I haven't really seen this done like this, no.
0: I know, like, Dead & Company, they do multiple days. Like, they'll come and do, like, a Friday show and a Saturday show, and each set is different, which, once again, this is a – their Metallica's set was structured as each night is going to be a different set list. Unique set, yeah. Unique set, Um so like that aspect's not new, but that whole like let's take over a city and do things that are co- like within our community of metal let's let's do something around that, which is again a novel and really cool idea, and we'll talk a little bit about that, I think during during this episode. Sure. As you said, this was in Detroit, Michigan. Um, The venue was the Ford Field, I believe it is, where the Lions play. Yeah, Ford Field, yeah. Um, And just getting some of the other details out of the way. Ticket prices. Let me look this up real quick. And
1: Lions are football.
0: Lions are football, yes.
1: (laughs) But didn't the basketball play there too? Oh, no, no. That was where the hockey was. That's where the hockey is, yes.
0: The Pistons, that's not. (laughs) Yeah, that's Indianapolis. No, no, it's Detroit Pistons. Never mind. I don't know basketball that I don't either. I
1: just... I got confused thinking that we were walking around seeing basketball stuff, too, but that was at the... Red
0: Wings and Pistons play in the yeah. same stadium, which is, yeah. like, four blocks from where Ford Field was. Yeah. Across the far. street from Ford Field is where the Tigers play also.
1: Which is baseball. Which is baseball,
0: yes. <laughs> really, we, we talked about this with Shinedown, right, where when we went to that venue, it was, like, a very sports... In Minneapolis, like, yeah. ...like, centered complex. In Chicago, we don't have that. Our stadiums are spread all over right, the fucking place. Right.
1: Where these are, like, boom, boom, boom. Right, like they're all within,
0: and there's bars and restaurants propped up around all of this to make like a little neighborhood in and of itself. Yeah, where each each stadium in Chicago has that same thing. It's just spread over miles away, where you have to take like an hour train ride from uh, Soldier Field to Wrigley Field. Right. Like yeah. It's not a quick jaunt over. Right. But really cool setup. Really cool little area in the town for sure. Uh, tickets for this for both nights, two ninety five. And then forty four dollars and forty cents in fees. Is that
1: per person? $2.95? That's per person. Oh, that's kind of expensive. Not. I mean, it is. I guess you get two shows,
0: you so it's like one hundred fifty dollars a night. Yeah, with two unique openers also for yeah. the shows. Yeah. So it's basically yeah. two concerts. So for a Metallica show, that's one fifty that's that a yeah. night.
1: Yeah. When you think think of it that way, it's not that bad. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I mean, we did talk about the price with um, uh, we didn't go to it, but we talked about it with Power Trip. Yeah. Now that was pretty expensive, right? Right. And I think when we did that, we figured out the math was like a hundred bucks a band essentially. So this is a little bit more than yeah. that, but you're also not getting just one band. You're getting three bands for one. Well, team. and
1: the hundred dollars per band was the lawn ticket, which was behind all the seats or that all the stadiums. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not, not the pit ticket. Yeah. So. Those
1: were like 1700, I think.
0: I can't remember what they were. They were expensive. I, yeah. But um, our tickets were the general admission on the floor. Not the snake pit, but around around the um, the outside of the stage. The outside of the stage, right? Yeah. Um, I guess where do we want to start? Do you want to talk a little bit about the city and the experiences there, and then dive into the music? Yeah,
1: quickly we could talk about the city and experiences. We yeah, we could talk about that quickly. Okay, so we, I don't want this to turn into a Detroit travel.
0: No, we did episode. do a vlog on this that will be posted yeah. in the very far future. In whenever, like a year. Yeah, whenever I get around to yeah. editing that. You need, we'll work on those. Yeah, I need to work on those. Yeah. We have a lot. But um, we stayed at the hotel, which was a Hilton Garden Inn, which is like four blocks from the venue.
1: Not Yeah, if even that. It, yeah. Super close Super to the venue. close, yeah. Like um, you could see the venue out the door.
0: so Out our window even. Out know? our
1: window, but yeah, like out the door of the valet you can see the venue so it's very close
0: yeah so i mean it's super and that like when we travel that's what we want to do is we want to get a venue that's super close to the to the yeah i don't know what i said i think i said venue but when we want to get a hotel close to the venue so we can travel back and forth really close right yeah
1: because we don't really like to drive or deal with traffic and stuff so the closer we can be where we could just walk yeah the better
0: even if it's like a mile and a half two miles away we'll still walk that
1: yeah we've done that many times
0: yeah for sure but um so that's where we stayed Downtown itself, we got there, I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, well, Thursday we, morning. We yeah, Thursday there. morning, yeah. Um, It was pretty dead. Like There were a few bars and restaurants open, but mostly it was sort of dead. There wasn't a whole lot going on downtown.
1: Yeah, not on Thursday.
0: We did walk to the pop-up shop to see if they had posters left. They didn't have any. We got
1: like, there at 11.15 and they were sold out. There was no line. There was no out. line
0: getting in, yeah. Um, And the posters we're talking about are the pop Pop-up shops have city unique posters, which are the same art, just different coloring yeah. for the city. Um, and I thought those were going to be, based on uh, emails and whatnot, I thought those were supposed to be pretty easy to get and that the show posters are going to be really hard to get. But apparently the pop-up shop posters were hard to get too because I think there were only 250 of those posters.
1: Yes, and if I remember right.
0: The The people at the door were telling us, like, hey, yeah, they sold out super quick. People were in line the night before even to get these posters and at eight in the morning. Um, we had 50 today. We're going to have about 70 tomorrow, 70 Saturday, and then about 50 or so um, on uh, uh, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday for Sunday show. Yeah.
1: That math doesn't add up, but... It doesn't add up. Yeah. No, so that's like yeah. what you were
0: telling me. I like, I don't know if that works out, but okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. He did say there'd be 70 on Friday. I remember that.
0: Yeah, so we... We kind of wandered around just kind of hung out you ended up going back friday standing in line and ended up getting one yeah luckily.
1: yeah yeah. I, I was 36 in line so i got one that day
0: but i mean otherwise the city was kind of dead that first yeah that, that first, first morning that
1: first day on thursday it was um but later at night we ended up going to a red wings game
0: because we found a, on the whim yeah we found a bar in the bar, like the bartender was like where we're eating lunch and whatnot. He's like, oh, yeah, there's a game tonight, Red Wings, and tickets are like 20 bucks each. Yeah. So we spent like $46 after fees and shit for Red Wings tickets and the nosebleeds, but whatever. Who yeah. gives a shit? It was something to do. Yeah, it was
1: something to do. Yeah, just something to do. Otherwise, we didn't really care about the game. Right, so.
0: otherwise we would have been in our hotel or at a bar or something. Yeah. So it's like, fuck it, let's go do something yeah. fun.
1: It ended up being Sweden night. It was so. Sweden night, yeah. <laughs> it's like fucking Swedes, but they're awesome, so... <laughs> We turned it into the metal Swedes, but <laughs> I think it was probably for some player. Probably more likely. <laughs> but, so.
0: um, but yeah, the night the city seemed to liven up more at the night than it did during the day. Yeah, for sure. and the weekend was very lively. It yeah. was, especially with all the fans in town.
1: Yeah, but not even that; just people out. Like, when uh, spoiler, we went to the tribute band yeah. or tribute night or whatever, and just walking back, there was clubs, people, you know. Yep, yep. There, there were everybody a lot was out. out. Yeah. Everybody was out. So.
0: Um, so, I mean, all in all, where we stayed was super close to the venue. Yeah. For yeah. Field. I like that. Um, saw a Red Wings game. That was awesome. And then just found a few little mom and pop, not really mom and pop restaurants, but a few local restaurants to hang out with and eat and whatnot. And then honestly, I, I really like the city. Um, I did super close to Chicago, like what, a four hour drive or so. Yeah.
1: Probably four and a half with traffic.
0: Um,
1: plus a stop or two. So.
0: I don't know. I, I liked the city. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of blast. Like, I just had a blast there. and I liked
1: yeah. it. There were some things about it that I wouldn't go see a particular show at this field again. but
0: Yeah. I mean, that's more venue specific yeah, than yeah. the city itself. So
1: then it's more... Yeah, for a city, I would go back and visit, depending on what was going on.
0: Because um, you pointed out there's a venue, the Fillmore, which the apparently Fillmore. a lot of people go to. Yeah,
1: so... I think it's that Fillmore, but then there's also one in Philadelphia, so I'm not sure if that's the Fillmore that everybody goes to. And I think
0: there's one in San Francisco too. Oh, so and maybe even Denver. But has I, a
1: swear people, I swear, people—I swear—I've seen bands go to Detroit Fillmore. So yeah, I don't know. There's probably Fillmores everywhere.
0: Regardless, though, the city is super close, and not super close, but like within driving distance. Yeah, super close would be, in my opinion, I guess Milwaukee. This isn't quite as yeah. close as Milwaukee, yeah. but it's not that that far. Um, it's a cool little town. I really like enjoyed this city and it's an alternative to Tinley Park potentially. Oh yeah. Somebody's going to Tinley Park versus somewhere in Detroit.
1: As long as it's not a amphitheater in Detroit.
0: I would rather go to Ford Field than Tinley Park. Yes. We're going to talk about Ford Field and our like frustrations with that, but I would rather go to, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So... I could see us going to Detroit more in the future for sure. I could see
1: us going back. Yeah. And going be, I want to do the museums.
0: Yeah. And it'll be cheaper than even Denver flying out to Denver. Yeah. We'll like, we can look now at Detroit as another alternative for the Tinley park type shows. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I just don't know if they have something out there that's equivalent fair. for a live nation
0: venue. Fair, fair. So, um, but yeah, anyway, enough about the city all in all, like we said, we really enjoyed it. Super close, blah, 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 all that fun shit. Um, I guess then getting into the venue a little bit, Ford Field. Because, um, I mean, that was our first experience was going into, before getting into the music, had to go in. And the first night was Friday. I'm getting my days all mixed up I know, here. I know. I it's know been
1: why. over a week since we... It mine, it's really so.
0: weird that it was like a Friday, and then a Sunday. day off, and then a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Um, But Friday was night one for Metallica. We got there, I want to say... Four, three, three o'clock. Was it three o'clock? Yeah, a little was, after three?
1: We left the hotel at about three. So it was probably like three o five, Because it's really not that far. Yeah.
0: Uh, got in line. The line really wasn't that long for the floor access. No. No, not at all. Uh, you had your own designated gates to go into. Everybody had their own little spot. Certain areas were longer lines than the floor. The floor had two lines that were kind of going back. Uh, but really, it really wasn't that bad that early. I expected it to be a lot worse. Um but we, we got in line and just sort of stood there for some time and doors eventually opened. Opened a little late. Yeah. But the ab-
1: other doors had opened. Yeah. Which, okay, so Friday we hadn't gotten a poster yet. Yes. So we needed to get to the merch to get a poster. Because we wanted to get a poster. Yes. um So we, somebody had mentioned that the doors or the other lines were moving. I even looked over the wall. Sure enough, they were mo- the doors were open. People are moving in and our door
0: wasn't open yet. Yeah, and there was another guy in line just shouting, like, open the doors. It's time to open. Let's go. Um, and then it was funny because somebody in that was, he, they were in the other line, and somebody in our line yelled across to them something along the lines of, like, everybody'd have so much more fun if you just shut the fuck up already. And she wasn't wrong. Like, yeah. fuck this guy. Like, chill the fuck out, dude. Like, you'll you'll get in. Don't worry. Um it was a bit annoying. I hate when people kind of do that shit, but I'm I'm glad she like spoke up and be like, "Shut the fuck up already, please." Um, so if
1: I did that, would you be glad?
0: I'd be embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> if somebody like
1: I, if you if I did it, you'd be embarrassed, but you're glad that somebody else. I did would it. be
0: embarrassed to do it myself or you to do it, and I wouldn't have the like the balls to do it myself. But I'm glad other people have the balls to like shout <laughs> out and like, "Hey, calm the fuck down, asshole." Um, but our doors did open late. We we were joking about this in line because you're like it's 4.30, doors are supposed to open. And I was like, doors open approximately Yeah, yeah, 430. they put that w- word in there. You're like, because you'd be like, oh, they're going to open in five minutes. I was like, in approximately five minutes, the doors <laughs> will open. Eventually they open, the line starts moving very, very slowly. And once you got close into the venue, it really felt like the staff had no fucking clue what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, like the the first thing you do is you go through like the metal detector and security. And like there was a head security guard going over to the guy in front of our little security booth line that we were in and like teaching him how to use the wand. And it's like, how do you not, why have you not taught them how to do this ahead of time? Why are you micromanaging if you have taught them? What the fuck is going on here? Because it was just like let one person through and then you have to like, they go through the metal detector and then we have to wand them down again. I'm all for security. I get yeah, that. Yeah. Fucking train people ahead of time. Don't wait till... Actual line in place, or if you did train them, stop being such a micromanaged piece of fucking shit. I don't know. It was very frustrating.
1: I agree with the whole. I like security. I'm cool with going through security. I know we complain about when security lines are slow, but though the this security this night was very very frustrating because like even when I got up to it, because they were like, "Oh, jackets open," you know, like everything in your pocket yeah like keep everything in your pockets blah blah every venue is different it's cool if they announce all that but like when i got up there nobody i mean there was the people had went through but he like stopped me and i'm like okay cool i'm just gonna stand here but then he he never like he turned around and like i don't know if he was talking to somebody or what he was doing but i'm like okay yeah like am i supposed to go through and then when he turned back around he's like
0: you know like why aren't you through yeah like
1: come on and i'm like what the fuck? So that was the first thing that like kind of frustrated me was just like, you told me to stop. I stopped. And now you're like, why the fuck are you just standing there? Like, whatever. Yeah. But anyways, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. It, and as you said, every, every place is different. Some people have like the newer full body scan security, like things you go through where like you don't have to do shit. Yeah. Other ones are like, pull everything out of your pocket, put it in this dog dish and move on. This one wasn't the dog dish one. It was sort of just go through and if you buzz, then we'll bond you down with this thing. But once you get through with that, you now have to go through another line, which is scan your ticket to make sure you have an actual ticket. Cool. I get that. We've been to venues. They do that. Scan your ticket. And it's like, okay, cool. Your floor. Go to the person right behind me and scan your ticket again to get your wristband, which is fucking ridiculous. That It's like, Scan your ticket, then scan again, then scan again. Like it's, I don't yeah. know. But also <laughs> getting that first scan, there was, we in the line we were in, there was somebody who scanned their ticket and they had two people and only one person scanned, the other one they couldn't find. Yeah. And they had two people scanning tickets and both of them are now helping this one person. Yeah.
1: And then they called all over a supervisor to help that one person.
0: Right. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's such a clusterfuck yeah. getting into this venue.
1: And mind you. We need to get a
0: poster. That was the thing. See, <laughs> it added on top of the frustration and the anxiety because we wanted posters. Yeah. And we know everybody wants a poster. Well, yeah. not necessarily Yeah. Everybody.
1: It's either you want... If you're there that early, you either want rail or you want a poster. Right, right. That's pretty much the only reason to be there.
0: And it's like, if we're standing in line waiting for you to figure out how to how to scan a fucking ticket. yeah. yeah. Or somebody who can't have their ticket up and ready to be scanned. And I'm not going to get a poster because like I want a poster and I'm not gonna be able to get one because you don't know how lines work.
1: Yeah. And now you have three people helping this one person.
0: It it, it was very, very frustrating yeah. getting in that yeah. first night for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, We ended up getting in finally got yeah. our wristbands already fucking pissed off at how shitty this.
1: I actually just handed mine in. to somebody cause he didn't even put it on my wrist.
0: It, right. Well that was <laughs> night two, right? No, that was that night. Oh, was it that he night? He couldn't
1: get it. He couldn't figure out how to snap it. <laughs> So he's just like, here you go. go. Here's your one. I'm like, well, thanks.
0: Yeah.
1: Just everything was a clusterfuck. I was like, in my mind, if I was doing security, somebody didn't have their ticket up, I would say, move to the side.
0: Get your shit figured out. Get your
1: shit figured out. You're at a venue, seeing a concert. It's like everybody's probably done this at least once in the last 10 years. And
0: if not, still, you should. Yeah.
1: Or when the supervisor came over to help, have that one person help him. Yeah. And then they continue to help people. Anyways, you went to the other line. You just asked him, like, hey, can I?
0: I just, yeah, there was. Like, nobody was. fuck this, I'm done. Yeah, like, like,
1: nobody was there. So you just had that person help you. Anyways, we got in.
0: We got in. I found a merch booth real quick. There were two lines at the merch merch (laughs) booth. Really confusing again in terms of what the fuck are we supposed to do? So there was somebody with, like, a little badge that said, this is the end of the line. Yeah, end of the line, yeah. And we've seen that in, like, cons and Disney and shit before where they're, like, there's somebody with a thing That says, This is the end of the line, come here. So we walked over there, and I asked her, It's like, So this is the end of the line, right? And she's like, Do you have a stamp? No, how do I get a stamp? What do we need a stamp for?
1: Yeah, I was confused about that. I was like, Do we need a merch stamp?
0: And she's <laughs> like, Are you VIP? And it's like, No. And she's like, Okay, this is the VIP line. You need to go to the other end. So we went to this side of the line. It's like, All right, fine, fuck it. And we went over to the other side of the line. And got in line there. Really wasn't that long of a line.
1: No. I think there was like four people in front of us.
0: Yeah. It was going very slow.
1: I don't understand what the VIP thing. Maybe you're getting into this. Yeah, but yeah. I don't understand the VIP thing. The merch booth had four people working. Two for VIP. Two for regular merch. Yep. 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 How's that move any faster?
0: So I think that was supposed to be part of the perk with the VIP package is you got a designated VIP line. <laughs> but you also got access to like the VIP lounge.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know that there was other things for that, yeah. but I'm just saying, I'm like, they should have a VIP merch then, you would and not so. like, oh, these two people who are working in the same exact booth are going to help you, and these two people are going to help
0: it, yeah. everybody else. Because by the time we finally did get through, we finally got a poster, it was not necessarily hit and miss there if we weren't going to get one. By that time, we kind of knew. We saw the stack of posters. We yeah, we I saw
1: one. the stack, but I was still like, the lady that was helping the people were...
0: The two people we had there was one older woman who was going. She were She helped one person, and the other woman helped four people. And the yeah. time it took her to help yeah. one person, uh, and it was very frustrating because like if all these posters sell out, I know, out. I know. And I don't know if it was necessarily her fault because yeah. we got in and out pretty quick. Yeah, I don't know if it was her fault or the. I think lady it was the other was person with where yeah. she's like, "How do I do badge?" No, I think, I no, like, I think the other person card? was even
1: talking to the person who was not in line, like kind of behind. Oh. so I don't know what the whole thing was, but. I think we're going to do a whole 666 on the Detroit poster getting Yeah, concept. we should.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyway, we got our poster. Um, by the time we left, the VIP merch line was so, so long. fucking long.
1: Yeah. They would not, who, uh, basically, if you were not the next like 10 people in line, you weren't getting a poster. Right. Even if you had VIP, which I know a lot of times we like to do... VIP packages or a perk package if it comes with a poster or comes with a perk like that like to get a poster and honestly I'd be pissed if I was in that that line and not like where we were standing, thinking that I was gonna get a poster.
0: Yeah, if I had purchased VIP tickets for the Metallica shows, the after like when we when they went on sale, we were looking at it, my thought was, oh shit, you get a designated VIP line. That will help me get through so much quicker. Yeah, maybe a, so many other people thought the same thing, like, "Oh, now I can guarantee a poster type thing," or it's going to be easier to get a poster. But it really wasn't. No, it, not at all. So if like if you're getting the VIP ticket with the hopes of my line's going to be shorter, so I'm almost guaranteed a poster, not really going to be the case. Yeah, I think the other thing you get with the VIP, as I said, you get that lounge access, which I don't know what that came with. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There was a
1: blackened drink in there. That's all
0: yeah, in but it. I don't know if you had to pay. I'm sure you had to pay for. That oh, I'm on sure top you had it. to pay for it. Yeah. So, I don't know.
1: When where is the field that we've went to a couple times? Um, is that the one in Milwaukee where they have like the lounge open when we go?
0: Are You think in Tinley Park?
1: No, 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 no. So there's a there's a arena that we go to. I think it's in Milwaukee, but they have like the lounge open, and you could basically just go in. The first time I was like, oh, we get oh, this lounge access.
0: Festive form. Pfizer. four. It's the one in Milwaukee, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Where the Bucks Is that fly. where that is? Yeah, because there's like that big lounge in the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, all right, and I don't know yeah. what you're talking about now. So, I mean,
1: it's just open to everybody. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, exactly. They might have a dis- different de- designated VIP lounge there also. Oh. But that's like the big club yeah. area that's, I, I mean, think, it's- for like basketball. It's really high-end basketball. I think audience members go there. Oh, okay. I but they have it open for... Everybody. Everybody. Well, everybody on the floor. Everybody on the say. floor, yes. Yeah. I don't know about... I'm sure you can probably get there if you're on oh, the Oh, yeah. The
1: I don't think that they check your band or anything. Well, I don't know. They do have a person standing there, so they yeah. might check your band.
0: But anyway, getting the merch... Well, as you said, we'll do a 666 on some of the merch stuff. Um. It was a little frustrating getting in. We got the poster. I was still very kind of pissed off at like how how frustrating the whole well, not only th- getting in and getting the poster yeah, in.
1: That was just one part of it. Then it was now we have to get to the floor part yeah. of it. That was kind of frustrating to me because we actually enter on the second floor. Yep. And then you have to go down to the first floor and then you have to find a field access.
0: But yeah, then we finally we made it our way down to the floor and found our little spot on on the floor. the The stage is sort of a giant circle. So if you think of a um clock face you know straight ahead of us was 12 o'clock we were basically at six o'clock right and at 12 o'clock that's where the drum kit for mammoth was who was the first opener on friday night and i guess when we we talk about these shows like we saw like we said earlier it's metallica with two unique openers for one night and then the next night it's metallica with two unique yeah openers. we didn't even can,
1: talk about the bands yet
0: so, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Sorry, we're all over the place. We time. are. Um, let's. How about we talk about the openers for both nights, and then we'll talk about Metallica for both nights. Yeah, that sounds fine. Because it's basically Metallica. It's a Metallica. Yeah. So
1: show. we'll talk about Friday night openers, Sunday night openers, and then talk about Metallica.
0: Night one, Metallica. Night two. Yeah. yeah okay. So for Friday openers with Metallica, we had Mammoth WVH for Wolfgang Van Halen, Van Halen's son. Uh, with also Pantera after that, and then Metallica. Night two, we had Ice Nine Kills with Five Finger Death Punch. We've never seen Mammoth or Pantera before. Yeah, yeah. Ice Nine Kills and Five Finger we've seen a couple times before by now. So I was kind of excited to see both Mammoth and um, Pantera, to be fair, or to be honest with you. Sure. Um, Mammoth comes out, and as I said, like their, their drum kit was at that noon, location on the clock where at the six o'clock you're looking across this massive fucking stage at the oh yeah
1: it's not like yeah i mean i don't know if people have looked at pictures we really i didn't look at pictures really i mean i saw a few pictures from shows but i wasn't like looking at like the overall picture but it's massive like on the entire other side of the football field
0: so, yeah, I, I've seen pictures before. We saw the movie night and I saw how large the stage was. Oh, sure, was. we did
1: watch the movie night, yeah. And I was like, but I don't think that that gives
0: perspective. It doesn't. The, it really doesn't because the camera is just following them. Them, yeah. Right? So, so,
1: like, I did not even know. We'll talk about what Metallica does, but I did not even know what they do happened. Yeah. Because you don't see that in the. You don't. It doesn't really show film. it in yeah. the movie the the the, night. when it was the movie night, yeah.
0: Um. But drummer comes out. Stays at the drum kit. It's not going to move. <laughs> kind of know it's not going to fucking move. Just pick up each piece. So, cool. That's fine. Mammoth comes out, finds his spot next to the drum. Doesn't move at all. Stays at his one mic and yeah. just plays. The other guitar player and the other bass, er, and the bassist, they moved a bit. Not a yeah. whole lot, but they moved some. Was there
1: two guitar players and a bass? There may have been. a can Yeah, remember. and I think one guitar, the bass moved around, if I remember yeah. right. It's... Yeah, but, I mean, that was very little. Yeah. Like, I think the one guitar player was in front of us one time.
0: Yeah, so from our perspective, it was on the other side of the stage, really hard to see, not really fucking enjoyable, to be fair. No, I liked the set.
1: Yeah, I liked the music, but I got bored. I mean, you're at a concert, and you're not seeing the concert.
0: Right, and we didn't really talk about their set list, so, I mean, we can talk about that. We haven't talked about
1: anything about them. So...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, jumping back into the set list for mammoth what do we what we have for them
1: yeah so we had another celebration at the end of the world you're to blame i'm all right like a pastime take a bow and they ended with don't back down
0: yes yeah, so that was the set list we usually add that at the beginning of the talk in the band yeah. we just dove into it right now um
1: this will not be a cohesive episode
0: it will not we're sorry we're <laughs> jumping all over the place here um it I liked the music. It was an old school rock sort of kind of feel to it, right? Very guitar heavy. I know you're not a fan of like the guitar heavy stuff. Um, Like Zach Wilde and Black Black Label Society and whatnot. You saw them earlier and you're like, eh, it's not my thing. I don't care too much about the guitar solos and the guitar heavy shit. Yeah. I liked the set. I thought it was good Um, in terms of music, in terms of stage presence and how they worked with this massive fucking circle i thought that was kind of weak and not good it was very yeah not enjoyable
1: yeah i don't know what they could have done differently because wolf had a guitar and then a standing mic so it's i mean granted they could have had like different mics set, set up and like had them all walk around,
0: and I mean they did because I think the backing vocals were going to those other mics. They were, singing. yeah, you're right. It's just Wolfgang wasn't. Yeah, moving at all. the drum
1: we understand. You yeah, can't yeah. just pick up a drum and move it during a set. I mean, unless you're 68. But <laughs> <laughs> when you're leaving your set, yeah. <laughs> well, I could see if they had a stage like this, they would just be like, just pick it up and move. Like I'm gonna play the pace drum for a little bit. I would like to see that. That'd be fun. <laughs> but it's yeah, I I don't know it. It was boring. I mean, I'm going to use the word boring. The music wasn't really boring. The show was boring. Yes. From our perspective because they were
0: all the way across. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. And
1: I think people around us felt the same way because there was a lot of chatter and then there's also like people just being like, okay, I'm here at this concert. Also, the sound was very echoey to me. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if you heard that or not, but.
0: Not really. I mean, the sound was fine. It was Oh, okay we'll get into it with metallica i've heard people say like oh my god the sound is fucking amazing
1: oh the day before or the morning before when i was in line it, everybody said this opposite of the montreal show oh really that it was very very horrible really for the entire show
0: oh yeah I have, i've only heard people say like the sound yeah. is good
1: i mean i thought Metallica. spoiler i thought metallica sounded fine but uh mammoth and pantera, pantera. i thought was echoey
0: Pantera a little bit. I could see that a little bit. It was sort of tinny, echoey for Pantera for sure. Mammoth, I didn't necessarily pick up on it as much more. I was focused on like, God damn it, I can't see shit. Yeah. And I'm taller than you so I can like see over the crowd and shit. And yeah, I I was not happy with that particular set for sure. Yeah. I would love to see them again in a normal. In like a normal venue. A normal venue on a normal fucking set. Yeah. Where it's the normal just fucking straight set. <laughs> yeah. Or have the, the one walk down the middle yeah. thing.
1: I mean, it's cool that bands are doing these different like stages and everything. But from a fan perspective, it's not always the most enjoyable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All in all, I, I'd, I'd love to see them again. But this particular set was, as you said, boring. I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Which um, is very... Yeah,
1: I want to see them like in like an Aragon venue or like something where you're, you just have a stage yep. and a floor.
0: Yeah. Which again, disappointing that that's the experience we got. I did enjoy the music, so whatever. We'll definitely keep an eye out for these guys and hopefully check them out soon. Yeah. After that though, we get Pantera. Yeah. Um, Our
1: first time seeing Pantera. Our first
0: time seeing them. We were supposed to see them earlier this year, but there was weather issues and we didn't see them at that festival. Didn't stick around for it.
1: I think um, it would have been worse at that festival.
0: It may have been. I wouldn't yes, It would have been.
1: That stage was just horrible. But, anyways, we um, have a whole podcast about that. It's called Rockfest. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, before we dive into anything else, let's start with the set list. Okay. let what we have here.
1: <laughs> so, you start with a new level Mouth for War, Strength Beyond Strength, Becoming, I'm Broken, Five Minutes Alone, This Love, Fucking Hostile, Walk, Domination Hollow. And Cowboys from Hell is Domination Hollow like two songs? Two
0: songs that they sort okay. of melded into one. Yeah, okay. Um, and also before Five Minutes Alone, we had sort of the tease of Cemetery Gates. Uh, they did like the intro to that. Oh,
1: I remember the guys next to us talking about
0: that. I was super excited. I really wanted to see that, hear that song too. But it was sort of just the intro bit, and then boom, go into Five Minutes Alone. Yeah, uh, I believe that's also where they changed drum kits.
1: Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, because they had drum kits at, like, the 3 o'clock, three and 9.
0: So we get there, and you definitely saw, like, the two drum kits that were covered up, and you're like, oh, shit, this is cool. So Lars is going to be at one of these two drums. Oh, that's kits. what I thought, too. Because normally you have your drum kit already set up and covered up with your tarp and shit. And I was like, cool, one of these two will be Lars. We're in, like, the perfect position then to, like, we can see See Lars. the whole thing, yeah. Because um, how they've done these circle sort of center stage shows before in the past is Lars is sort of centered in one spot and his drum kit sort of on a rotator thing that will turn so he does a 360 throughout the show so everybody can, like, throughout the entire arena, gets, like, like, a, a front. front-facing yeah. and a back-facing view of him. Yeah. Which is really, really fucking cool and nice, right? So saw this two before the show even started. I was like, fuck yes, we're in a good spot. We're going to see Lars for one of these. We're going to be in a, like... A good center spot for this entire show. No, it's uh, two drum kits for Pantera. Yeah. I don't understand why you need two drum kits. There's probably some technical reason, like this song needed a particular symbol or something. I don't fucking know. The only thing I can think about is... All right, now I'm going to move. I think that's
1: what it was. I think it was because of the stage setup, so they could be on both sides.
0: I think so too.
1: Unlike Mammoth, who was only on one side of the stage, it's so that, and they're at the end. Well, there's no end, but they're on like the high points at the sides of the stage, so everybody can kind of see. Yeah. Right. Because they used, Patera used the stage more, moving around a little bit more
0: they did use the stage a lot more. I thought that was really great because when it came out, Zach was right in front of us yeah. and like fucking flipping his hair around and playing and just having a blast. And like, it was great. Um, they used the stage so much better than mammoth. did. Yeah. Phil's walking around without his goddamn shoes. <laughs> um, singing like headbanging and having a great fucking time. It was, it was so good to see like them use the stage that well. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought it was a good set was it the best set they could have done again no it's the stage i think was a hindering factor yeah, there yeah i think
1: so too i think that for the whole weekend we'll say that <laughs> yeah. but yeah it, it from a show perspective it definitely hinders what's going on um again i thought a lot of pantera was echoey in the venue but that's just my own opinion probably maybe because you said that you didn't hear anything but I don't know it could be where we were standing under the speakers because so we were so we were fifth and sixth from the rail for pantera yep yep um so the speakers were kind of out a little bit further so i'm wondering if we were just in
0: if we would have been a little bit up or a little bit back
1: yeah like if it would have sounded better and maybe we were getting two speakers the whole time and that's why i thought it was echoey i'm not sure
0: the crowd was super fucking into it like People were singing their hearts out like just so loud. Yeah. I just don't know Pantera that way. To I don't sing. know them that well either. I only know
1: one song. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah, I don't know them that well either. And but like the crowd got fucking into it, which was awesome. Yeah.
1: There's pits it, and stuff too.
0: It made it so enjoyable yeah. for this set for sure. Yeah. Um Pantera's Pantera's a band that like I've heard a lot. I even have like a best of C D that I had back in high school in here somewhere. Um but they're also like radio music. Like yeah. you hear them on the radio all the fucking time, which is really weird. Like they're the heaviest band that like gets the most radio time. I yeah. Think. I can't think of another band that's as heavy as them or heavier that gets more radio time.
1: Yeah. I, I need to hear them again because even my boss was like, oh, Pantera, they're so heavy. And when I'm listening to it, I'm like. Really? This is. I mean metal music I don't know it, it's not like maybe it's just because it from just metal yeah they're heavy but like for other metal music this isn't heavy there's at all. definitely
0: other stuff out there now that's heavier for yeah, sure from
1: the time period though they would be But for like heavier. 90s metal yeah yeah early 2000s for sure that's what i yeah. yeah. sure, yeah. was saying for like metal music yeah they're pretty heavy but just right. how my boss was saying it like oh Pantera they're so heavy and I'm just like okay <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but yeah a, a great set i enjoyed the hell out of this um
1: uh, yeah um i do know that before fucking hostile he said 95 percent of the people in here will know what this song is i would be in the five percent i would be too yeah. i don't think i've ever heard that song but then he did say before walk uh phil was like oh 100 percent of people in here know this song and that one i do know and then he said cowboys from hell i should know but yeah, I need to listen to it again.
0: I assumed Cowboys from Hell or Walk were going to be like the closing song. Yeah. And Cowboys from Hell was the closing song. Yeah. I could also see Walk being the closing song. Yeah, that's
1: what I thought was going to be closing.
0: But when he's like 95% he was like, oh shit, we're getting Walk. But then it's like fucking hostile. Awesome. I was like, yeah, I don't know this song.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but I, I did know a decent number of their songs. Oh, like, did you? Unbroken, okay. um yeah. Mouth for War, uh, Five Minutes Alone, This Love. Like I, I know a lot of their yeah. songs. It's just not. Something I have gravitated towards that much. In the yeah,
1: past. every time it comes up on a playlist for me, I always skip it. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not. I shouldn't say I'm not a. I'm not a Pantera fan. I I wouldn't wear a shirt because I couldn't name five songs, or three songs. What, what's the thing?
0: I don't know. Is that your like barometer now? Like no, a, no. It,
1: it's it's like a thing. Like, oh, name three songs of that band of the shirt that you're wearing. Oh, for real? Like a real housewife did it on Andy Cohen's show, uh, whatever his show is, and I've person it was like a live show so like and somebody asked like oh one of them had a metallica shirt on and they're like oh name three songs and she was like three songs of what <laughs> and they're like metallica the shirt you're wearing
0: i didn't know that no
1: yeah you never heard that like, maybe name i three songs? just like i don't yeah
0: oh, all right interesting
1: but wow. no i wouldn't wear a pantera shirt just cuz that i don't know three songs
0: okay
1: wait is one of their songs pantera
0: i don't think so oh, okay. i don't know that honestly <laughs> uh, I know. I do know the three songs, like I said, um, but <laughs> maybe I don't know that many more. So, <laughs> in any case, I. Pantera is a band. Whereas when they announced they're coming back, I was like, "Eh, why? Why do we need this? Just do another band, call it something different, and and play Pantera songs. Like, do that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, um, what was it? Uh, Hell yeah! Basically, was like they. Pantera broke up, then Dimebag, uh, I can't remember the name of his band that he started with his brother, Vinny, um, then the tragic defense that took Dimebag's life. That stopped and then sort of, hell yeah, came out of that with Vinny. And I saw them, we saw them in open air with Vinny, and then we were going to see them again, I think, but then Vinny passed away, and it became sort of like a in memories of Vinny tour type thing. Yeah. And during that, there was sort of a whole pantera um medley that happened at the end and i'm assuming during a lot of hell yeah shows was a lot of pantera bits like let's play pantera songs phil's been in a few other bands too, play your pantera music there too like it's cool for you to play um, to move on to move on <laughs> yeah and play pantera music not in a band called pantera yeah yeah. but it's it, how many
1: bands has zach been in
0: Zach's all over the place i think yeah,
1: like, I feel like all the time I'm like, oh, zach Wilds, the guitarist, like, cause it's Anthrax, Pantera. He's not Anthrax. Oh, Black Label Society. He was with we saw them <laughs> yeah, with sorry. Anthrax. Yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> Black Label Society, Ozzy for sure. like Aussie, Those are yeah. the two I know him for. Yeah. Uh, like he did a lot of shit with Ozzy. He was Ozzy's main. Was he a
1: ri- original to Pantera?
0: No, no. Oh, he okay. Came in, so he, he came in, in. to fill okay. in for Dimebag's part. Okay. Um, oh, duh, duh. And him Why am and Dimebag were, like, best friends and shit. So, like, Zach's a perfect, not replacement, but a perfect person to come in and to honor Dimebag. Yeah. yeah. So I do like how Pantera came back and how they, what they did to, like, form the band yeah. again and bringing, like, the close friends back in to help spur this up. I'm just saying I was never sort of, like, when they announced, like, whatever. Yeah. It's one of the bands like, yeah. I'll go see them if they're around and I'm free and it's not at Tenley.
1: Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true.
0: Um, but. Yeah. I
1: just, I'm not, I'm not a Pantera fan and I don't really know anything about the band. Yeah. So.
0: But this show was great. I would like to see them in a, yeah. Nor again, same thing with Mammoth. A normal set, not this yeah. massive fucking circle. Yeah.
1: Like if we could, they just announced, um. That they're touring with flame of God again yep, yep. Um, next spring, and if we could make one of those shows, I would love to go see one yeah. of those shows. But I don't think it's on our.
0: It's probably not going to happen. Yeah, not no,
1: not that, not that tour, anyways. So, but yeah, I mean, I would like to see them on a show where it's not at this stage.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. but again, this was a lot better than Mammoth. Like the way they. Yes, how
1: the they stage. used the stage. Yeah, 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 and walked around the stage. Yeah, in that in
0: that regard, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, did I enjoy agree. this music also better than Mammoth. But I also enjoyed the Mammoth feel as well. Yeah. So.
1: I think I would listen to more Pantera now that we've seen them live. I don't know.
0: They're on the playlist now, so. Well, yeah,
1: but we have like 800 yeah. songs on the playlist.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was the first openers for night one. Let's dive into night two's openers real okay. quick. All right, yeah. So for, for night two, we we showed up a little later than normal. Not to like get in early.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was before the show started, but yes. we didn't show up at three o'clock to stand in line
0: because the main thing we wanted to do was get a poster but we got the poster earlier in the afternoon yep, yep. at the, like the outside merch yeah
1: and we're gonna do a whole six 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 on
0: that we should yeah so there, there was no rush to get in we didn't want rail yeah we would plan to sit back anyway because we we knew how night two was going to work in terms of metallica which we'll get into here in a little bit with metallica and we wanted to just experience the show a little bit differently than we did yeah. the first night yeah
1: our original plan before getting to the stadium was we were going to move around the stage.
0: Right. So we didn't really touch on this or maybe we did. We don't, we rambled a lot. We're going to cut a lot of shit out. So we don't know what's going to be left in, but Lars's drum kits moved around Yeah. this time.
1: Yeah. So, and we learned that with on night Friday night. One. So on night two on Sunday, we were going to move around. However, they have like the barrier thing set up so you can't move around yeah. on the floor. So.
0: It wouldn't have been as easy to move around as yeah, we thought it would have been. Yeah,
1: but basically, to do it, we would have to probably either go through the crowd, which isn't really that easy, or go...
0: And it's not nice to the other people. Like, it's not <laughs> That's fair to I mean. the other people. That's
1: what yeah. I mean. Yeah, not that easy. We're not those people. We yeah. don't shove through. Um, so, otherwise, you have to go up and then back down, yeah. which would have been fine. Yeah. But,
0: um, In any case, got there a little later ended up basically around the same area. We were down at that six o'clock on the clock sort of face. Um, This time, though, the drum kit for the first opener, Ice Nine Kills, was right in front of us on six o'clock. Yeah, so they
1: switched sides, yeah. Uh,
0: Which is kind of cool. So we kind of hung out there and watched Ice Nine Kills from there. Uh, Why don't you tell us what they started with for a set list for Ice Nine Kills?
1: So they started with Rainy Day, Hip to be Scared, Meet and Greet, Ex Mortis, Welcome to Horwood, worstification, the shower scene, and they ended with stabbing in the dark. And you'll see on the screen, it's like meat, as in like meat, like <laughs> you eat meat, yep, yep. and worst, like a bratwurst. So,
0: so if you haven't seen Ice Nine Kills before in the past, they're definitely a. I don't know if their whole career, their whole album, all their albums are horror-themed albums. Uh, they definitely have a few albums that are yeah. Like uh, Silver Scream or some shit like that. I can't remember. I don't know their albums at all. Um, but those are sort of thematically around yeah. horror movies and whatnot. In the last
1: two years that we've seen them, everything is horror themed.
0: Right. So they come out. They're dressed in like um, American Psycho. They're wearing suits and whatnot and start killing each other and killing people. This one, they had zombies up there as well as like extras and they had this, this one woman running back and forth between the zombies, like she's. I feel like they did
1: that in Vegas. I remember did that they? in Vegas. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, no. I remember that in Vegas.
0: They have a Hannibal Lecter part where they bring a guy out in a mask and then start killing the the cops that are bringing him out. Um, very very theatrical in yeah. terms of their set. Yeah. Um, really cool to see. Really adds like like it adds to that live show aspect. right? Yeah. Like they're not yeah. only they're playing their music. They're giving you a performance on top of just the music as well. So really cool. I do like watching them live as well. Not my favorite music by any means, but I do enjoy watching them live. It's a lot of fun. With that said, I did not enjoy this set. <laughs> we were right behind the drum kit. The drummer was playing to the center of the snake pit. So as we said, with the, there was a big circle, which is... Uh, the clock face, as we said, the center of the circle is the snake pit where fans were in there as well. I don't think we mentioned that previously. I don't think
1: I don't think we have, yeah.
0: But you had people on the outside of the circle as well as the inside of the circle. I felt like Ice Nine Kills played... Played to the snake pit. Played to the snake pit. Yeah. There were a few moments where they turn around and face the outside of the circle and then therefore the, the stands working their ways up. But for the most part, it was we're playing to the snake pit and the people in the stands across from where where I'm standing. Yeah, I
1: think especially like all the theatrical parts were definitely towards the snake pit. Yeah. Like they they went up on stage by where we were, but then all the action and everything was towards this Excuse me, towards the snake pit.
0: And next to the drum kit was sort of the prop stand where they'd go and change props or bring in like Yeah, I guess that's gonna... what I'm saying, like they oh, they yeah, would yeah. go up by us, So but... you'd see them like facing you there putting on like the 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 chainsaw hand for Ash, yeah. right? And cool, but also yeah,
1: all that normally would be off stage, so you wouldn't see any of it. Or you,
0: they have their back to you that you're not seeing. Yeah, because I don't know if it's necessarily always off stage.
1: Oh, I always thought it was like behind stage, and then they would come. Maybe I don't like know. come from the sides. Yeah, 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 that makes sense too.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, again, really, really cool theatrical aspects, but it felt like they were playing, as we said, to that, to that, to the snake pit, which we didn't really get much of a performance yeah. towards us
1: yeah the other part of their performance is they do they show like the horror or like clips from the horror movie or clips from a
0: movie they put something together here. yeah
1: and so on a normal stage you would have like a screen in the back of the stage and that's what you're watching well for this stage you were explaining that there's like five pillar, or sorry eight pillars that have like a screen on them that wasn't really the best to put that video up on, in my opinion, because it was like a Detroit uh, skys- or skyscrapers. I'm sh- sure that's for like the city of De- Detroit in yellow and blue. And then above it was yellow. And then the screen was like just in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was just very. And it, I don't think we've said it, it yet, but the arena does not get
0: dark. We didn't. I meant to bring that up during Pantera because that was the one thing I noticed. You mentioned the echo in this. Yeah. I didn't pick that up as much. I picked up the brightness. Yeah, how bright it was. It was so fucking bright. Yeah. Because all of those monitors or the screens were just, it lit the stage up and the crowd up. It wasn't dark. And I want the dark. Yeah. Like to see a
1: concert, you want to see it dark. But even for Ice Nine Kills, so like that video is harder to see, at least from the floor. Maybe if you're up in the stands, it's not as bad. But it's like, it's not dark and the screen's really small and it's like. It's hard to see what's going on. So you don't really get the full effect of their show.
0: Also, the screens are, again, cylinders. Yeah. And they're cut on either side. So it's basically a screen that's wrapped with a black bar and then another screen that wraps to fill it up on the other side. Almost every single one we were at, you saw the black bar. So we only got like half of the screen. Yeah. We yeah. never got a full screen. Those were really there for the seats. Yeah. In all honesty. Yeah. Um, for the people on the floor, you, you didn't really get a very good view of those unless you were in a different location. Maybe, maybe
1: maybe in the pit you could, the snake pit, maybe, maybe. that's a little yeah, bit better. Maybe. I don't know. Just from my perspective, I noticed it the first night and we just never know, or we, we didn't say anything, but I noticed that it, the screens just weren't the best.
0: Yeah. No, same. I agree with that. Um, but I guess
1: at the 40th, it wasn't good for us either because the screens were like above us facing out and like you couldn't see him at all either
0: and we'll talk about that I think maybe with Metallica I don't watch the screens you watch them quite a bit um well at least you did one time because you couldn't see and sometimes you can't see so you you see yourself watching the screens a lot yeah
1: I watch the screens if I can't see yeah
0: yeah and Metallica also with a lot of other bands the screens don't only just show what the band is doing like here's James playing there's additional video effects that are playing like uh Master of Puppets will have like the graveyard with all the headstones that you will see on those screens, which is really cool to yeah. see. But I don't really watch that. Um in any case getting back to the Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> Sorry that, <laughs> just how you said it. But I don't really watch that. I don't watch that. I mean yeah, I'm watching <laughs> the stage. In any case, getting back to Ice Nine Kills. Again, not my favorite music. I do love watching them live. It's a good stage performance. Uh, there was a couple people around us fucking going ape shit.
1: Yeah. I this. think they bought tickets to see Iceman Kills.
0: Singing every word, jumping, cheering. Yeah. Like that was fucking amazing. Yeah. And there was another group, like somebody tapped them on the shoulder, like, you're here for this, right? And they're like, yeah. It's like, we just discovered this band. We're going to see them again. Like they had the, the, like, yeah. these two people that didn't know each other beforehand. Bonded over this performance and just like this is awesome. And the guy like, yeah, this is awesome. These guys are fucking (laughs) awesome. I'm glad you found them. I'm glad you're going to see them again. Like, that is what live music is all about for me. I love that experience. And being able to see that just there in the crowd, like it made me smile and I I was happy. I really was.
1: (laughs) I liked looking at the older Metallica gentleman that was I'm assuming he was there for Metallica next to him, just like looking at him like. What the fuck? Oh, was fuck? he? I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, he was like so the guy you're talking about was like right in front of me with his girl and then the other guy was like right here, like beside him, and he just kept looking like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, but honestly, I was that way when we saw Ice Night Kills. Not for Ice Night Kills, but for Greta Van Fleet when oh, we were yeah, in yeah. uh Vegas. I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Everybody has their thing. They do. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and I've changed my mind over that as well because I used to be more like that guy was like, this fucking sucks. Why are you going so crazy? Like, this is just horrible. And I'm not saying that about Ice Night Kills, but about a band that I wouldn't be into. But now I'm just like, everybody has their band. That's your like, thing. Yeah. Come as come long out, as it's not it. Taylor Swift or Justin Bieber, like, <laughs> but, I don't really fucking care. Support it.
0: Go support those actors. If, if Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift is your thing, too. Go support it. Have fun. I just think it's shit music and there's better music out there. But if it makes you happy, you're happy. (laughs) Just be fucking happy, please. And don't shit on other people like fucking Metallica. That's not real music. Taylor Swift's real music. Go fuck yourself, then. Like your thing. (laughs) It's fine to like it. You might be wrong, but go ahead. If it makes you happy, be fucking happy. Um, Put your
1: sequins on and go (laughs) see a show.
0: In any case, Ice Nine Kills, they they worked the stage fine. Uh, they played more to the snake pit than anything else. But yeah. But I feel like they played, Did they move around? They did move around.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't know. To, I mean, I can't see the other side of the stage, so I didn't know if they moved around or not.
0: But again, like, we were by the drum kit, so nobody was over yeah. by the drum kit. Yeah.
1: It is, I mean, if they didn't play to the snake pit, it would be one thing. But it is better to have the performers in front of you to stay more engaged. I was more engaged for Ice Nine Kills than I was for Mammoth. Yeah because they were in front of us, even though that they were playing towards the snake pit. But
0: agree. hundred percent agree. Like that engagement factor yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I do feel like they played it better. The stage better than mammoth did for sure. Uh, better than Pantera. Maybe not.
1: And we can't really say not better than Pantera. No, I think that they moved around great. And I liked how Pantera had the two drum kits. Yep, yep. Um, and we can't really think it's like, Oh, they just haven't got their groove. Cause I think they've been with them the whole time. I think I sent kills even did the Europe tour they with did. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and this is the last U S tour or the last 2023 date for this was, world. 72. Yeah.
0: Last leg. <laughs> what, what you said. Yeah.
1: Last city for M22, 2023
0: <laughs> numbers and letters. Yes. Yes. The <laughs> um, last one this year, basically
1: what Talica's has done for the year. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> okay. Then getting into five finger. Yeah. They were next. Yes. Um what do we have for a set list for them? So
1: they started with Lift Me Up Trouble.
0: Well, 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 well. Oh. Before Lift Me Up, they started with the NFL on Fox theme. Okay. Which keep in mind this is a Sunday night football. The fucking Lions are actually playing at this oh, moment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We went up in between Ice Nine Kills and Five Finger Everybody was plastered around a TV screen watching. Yeah. The they Lions had like little
1: play. TV screens around and everybody was watching this. And then they
0: come out to the NFL on Fox. I game. never, I didn't notice that. It at made all. me smile. It made me like, oh, yeah. Okay. And then uh, then Ivan comes out in like a Lions jersey. Yeah, he did jersey. have a Lions jersey on. Then they start with Lift Me Up. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. No, they're going to continue. From did lift. they
1: play the NFL?
0: No, it was the sound. Okay. What do you mean do they play the NFL? Well, these are the songs that they played. Okay, fine. Yes, their intro music was...
1: Okay. Sorry, I didn't know I needed to say the no, I intro just thought, music. No, I just thought it was funny. I so don't... their intro music was Balls <laughs> to the Wall and the NFL Fox theme song. <laughs> <laughs> and then they started with <laughs> Live Me Up, <laughs> Trouble, Wash It All Away, Jacqueline Hyde, Bad Company, IOU, Wrong Side of Heaven, Burn Motherfucker Burn, Oh, it's just Burn Motherfucker. Sorry. Welcome to the Circus, Under and Over It, and they ended with the Bleeding. But then the show ended as they tore down their set to
0: House of the Rising Sun. They're outro music normally. I, I just wanted to bring up the NFL because that was funny to me. Like it it fit perfectly into the theme of the night in the stadium and everything like that. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. Anyway, if you wanna roast me for every bullshit, whatever. Um <laughs> In any case,
1: I did not notice that they played any nFL song oh I did at all
0: yeah, I don't know but you don't you don't care about sports i don't care also. I don't
1: even know what the nFL's theme song is
0: <laughs> on fox though nFL on fox
1: yeah, I don't know what that is
0: any case <laughs> sticking with the music they played <laughs> um a really really good set we've seen them a few times now live yeah, this was another Good show. I really enjoyed yeah. that show. It wasn't a headline show. We saw them headlining last year. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot more than this. I did For too. sure. Yeah. But they made this feel as close to their headlining show as they could. Yeah. And it felt very similar.
1: Yeah. And I think that they did a good job kind of like Pantera using the stage. Like they walked around the stage a lot and stuff, which was okay. <laughs> um, Again, I... I, so I actually stood, we stood like kind of in the middle of the two, like two of the pillars that, um, and then they had like cords in between. So then they have like the yellow thing that kind of goes over it.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Do the, you remember? So the, those outer like monitors. Yeah. Thing.
1: So like the pillars that are on the side and then there's like a yellow thing to go over the cord so people don't trip. So I actually stood on top of that. So that was a couple inches taller than everybody. So I could see a little bit better, which was kind of nicer because then I could see like Ivan moving around and st- you know I could see people moving around and stuff and not only right when they were in front of us but yeah I can't say it for every single band I don't like the stage it 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 ruins the experience so much but they did a good job of moving around
0: they did do a really good job moving around um they had one drum kit that just stayed place yeah by us um, kind it of would would have been the nine o'clock on the face mm-hmm. clock on the face of the clock um, where Pantera's second drum kit was, they had just the one drum kit and that's where they stayed. Um, And they did a really good job. Everybody else did a really good job moving around, playing to everybody, not just the snake pit, but even out. Like they Mm -hmm. did a really good job going back and forth. There's even one part, I can't remember when, but Ivan's like, I need to get a new mic. This mic's not working. Where's my mic guy? And he's already, he's like by like the 10 o'clock hour. And it's over at the three o'clock hour. And he's like, fuck, I got to walk a mile to go do this. Yeah. And I can't remember what member of the band it was, but they're like, they stop him. And he's like, I've lost weight on this tour, walking this stage. <laughs> and Ivan's like, yeah, so-and-so's lost weight. Um, Congratulations. Don't, I don't think this is the time to talk about that, but thanks. So I don't know if Ivan didn't get the joke or if he did or what. I think
1: he did. I think it was just part of the commentary. But it was a good
0: banter between them yeah good crowd interaction all around
1: yeah there was I mean there's there's one time where they do like um what 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 song is it where they're like is it burn motherfucker burn
0: for what I were where they
1: like oh sorry so where they're like oh this side of the stage and then this side of the that stage was motherfucker. okay yeah, yeah. So, yeah so and Ivan's like so on this side of the stage and at that point I had no clue where the fuck he was <laughs> so I didn't know until people around us started screaming that he was like on our side of the stage
0: where you split the stage and you say repeat after me and yeah. the other like stage left does it stage it's like right who does could it. do it louder yeah.
1: yeah yeah but i was like i didn't know where the fuck he was <laughs> yeah that <laughs> so. was kind
0: of cool that they did that because then he's at like the six o'clock hour and i can't remember who the other guy was at the midnight hour that yeah i can't remember hour. but that's sort of like the dividing line and like boom boom the call and repeat I forgot about that honestly yeah. that they did that call. But there's a couple there. other times
1: where like even when we get to Metallica I don't even know what song it was but like after the song it's over James would be like, "Oh, so how are you guys doing over here?" and I'm like he's not in front of me, so I don't know where he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like one of those things. I don't
0: know. Yeah, for sure. Um a great set. It like I said it didn't feel like a headlining set by any means. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to. No, They're not no. a headliner. Yeah. But it actually felt pretty close to a headlining set. There was a few things that, like, obviously they'd play more songs. They played 11 tracks. Headlining set, you were only missing out on, like, five tracks, mm-hmm. basically, right? So they got a long set list for being an opener, which is super fucking awesome to see. So did Pantera. Uh, they got a long set list. Ice Nine Kills and Mammoth got a little bit less. But everybody had a decent set time for being openers, which is really, really yeah. cool to see. Other than, you know, you get 30 minutes, you get 30 minutes. And then is going to come up and they're going to play for two hours at least. So, like, it's a good length of a show for sure. Like, you're oh, getting yeah. your money. I mean, it starts
1: at 6. It doesn't end until 11. So, right. it's a pretty good show.
0: <clears throat> right, right, right. Um, but, I mean, it was a good time. I think they played the stage best. Yeah, Out of everybody? Even even Metallica. They played it a little yeah. better than Metallica, I would think.
1: Oh, yeah, I liked how they did it. It's so hard to do that, but yeah, I, I would agree that I liked how Metallica did it, which we'll talk about here shortly. But I do think for how their setup was, that they maybe did it the best as well.
0: Yeah. Um, otherwise, a great set. I another band I want to see by themselves as a headliner again. Saw it last year. It was a great time. Well, it was a fine time. We yeah, it was it. okay. We watch on we screen. We're on goddamn lawn. We're basically watching it on our couch. Yeah. So, I'd like to see them in a crowd. <laughs> um, I mean, this would be a,
1: fun in like a proper crowd.
0: Right. A proper stage.
1: Yeah. In a proper crowd. I guess. I mean, we were in a crowd, but it wasn't like.
0: It, it felt like it was a proper crowd. Just the stage was not cohesive or not sure beneficial for the crowd sure. atmosphere. I don't know. Not the crowd I want. Uh, sure. Um, I was fine with the crowd. Okay. <laughs> Um, I
1: was up on a two-inch riser, so I don't know what everybody <laughs> else was doing. Uh,
0: yeah, a fun time for sure. Yeah,
1: um, it was fun. I was out of this entire weekend besides seeing Metallica. I was most excited to see Five Finger again.
0: I think I was too, honestly. Really? Them Then Pantera. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um,
1: I didn't really care. I mean, I didn't know who Mammoth was. I didn't really care to see Pantera. Ice Night Kills, I'm not a fan. So, yeah. Five Finger won. In terms
0: of the openers, those were the openers for both nights. Um, great fucking time all around. Well, not great fucking time all around. A good time all around. Um, with high points and definitely some low points for sure. Yeah. Low points primarily there because of the stage. Yeah. Yeah. In any case, um, yeah, those were the openers. Uh, anything else you want to say before diving into Metallica? No. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, Metallica, um,
1: So we're going to talk about night one and then night two.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about night one, night two. Um, We did do a whole prediction episode on this Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to pull up what our predictions were. We were a little bit way the fuck off.
1: Yeah, we thought that they were going to play the whole album, 72 Seasons album, between the two nights and then filter in their songs, which we were wrong because they play like four songs total.
0: Uh, They played a little bit more than four songs, I think. Oh, really? I think so, yeah. Oh, I thought it was only four. Maybe not, maybe. I don't, I don't know. They they played a decent number of new songs for sure. Okay. Um, But not all 12. We did get like the number of songs correct in terms of 16 a night. Yeah. Which is what we expected. Uh, I know one prediction I made was that they'd open with fuel, either night one or two, or possibly close on it. But and you were wrong. opening would be the best for it. And I was wrong. They did play it for night one, <laughs> but I I still feel like it would have been a better selection for an opening song. Yeah. Uh, what other predictions we get right? Oh, we talked about instrumentals, and we said we were definitely going to get Call of Cthulhu. I was hoping we would get Orion. Yeah. They do one a night. Yeah. And I think you
1: said that when we did the predictions. They, they played six from that album. Yeah. Uh, I think you said that when we did the predictions, though, that it was, that we'd probably get both.
0: One per night, yeah. yeah. And we even, I think, during that show brought up the fact that once they start, because we did that before they even started yeah, any of their shows. Yeah, they hadn't
1: announced one single set list.
0: Once they do their first show and then their second show and even their third show, we'll be able to pick up the patterns and understand what the fuck they're going to do and kind of know. And they did. Um, the I don't want to say the gimmick, but sort of the one of the selling points of this tour was each night will be a unique set list. There's going to be no repeat songs. So 32 unique Metallica songs over the course of this weekend. And I know a lot of this came up on like the Metallica forums I was looking at. People were trying to do predictions on set lists. And it's one of the feelings I had too that somebody reiterated on the forum, especially the the Detroit forum was, yeah, a lot of people think you know, your catalog is deep enough where you can just pull 32 songs that you didn't play the night before, or the tour before, and then the next tour, you can do the same thing. And, like, you, the thing is, every city kind of became not 100% of a repeat, but there was so much very similarities between them in the set list. Like, yeah, you know, you're getting Master of Puppets as a closer, you know, you're getting sandman as a closer um yeah so you know it's gonna be two separate nights right you yeah. know you're getting cthulhu one yeah. night and orion yeah. another night because they
1: don't do like a proper encore it's like yep, they play their 16 songs and that's it
0: right so like even though it's unique for this show it's kind of the same thing they did the previous city yeah i guess i didn't
1: look at the set list like that and I, I i haven't even yeah. to to today to today so basically next year we have two sets on their tour or two two stops two stops on their tour so it's potential that we get the same set list on night one and night two or yeah in the two cities
0: and if not the exact same order at least the same songs okay for sure i would like you can sure you can mix the songs up and technically it's a different set list technically because you know Cthulhu was song five Where last time it was song seven you know what I mean like yeah but so that was sort of my frustration going into this of like fuck I know what I'm going to get
1: yeah I never thought that it would be unique each city would be unique I knew it was just gonna be unique night one is unique from night two
0: and I that's where I was like I wish they would have dug deeper into it and you could do they're, they're so deep in their catalog. They can do so much more. Yeah. But the colour. Comment- well, I guess
1: you could play- Sorry. But I guess you could play like the, you know, six or seven that they play at all their normal shows. Well, I guess they play like 12 at all their normal shows yeah. probably. And then they filter in some of their newer stuff. But like, so those 12, split them over the nights. Okay. Now you add in three each night. That's nine songs now from the new album. Sorry. Three from the new album each night. So now you're at nine songs. And then you could go deep into your catalog for the remaining songs yeah. or something.
0: And so the, the comment the guy was making on, or the, the person, I don't know if it was male or female, the, the person was making on the form was, sure, it's been brought up a lot that you could do, every single show is a unique set list. Like your catalog is that deep that you could do it. But keep in mind, a lot of people, this is their first show. A lot of people haven't been to 17, 18. 300 fucking Metallica shows. I know, shows. I know. There's people out there who have been to like 300 fucking Metallica shows. Um,
1: yeah, I think during the 40th, there was like 385 was right. one person.
0: And think about like the I Disappear Pass. People have yeah. the I Disappear Pass yeah. for this, who are going to multiple shows on the tour, yeah. seeing the same thing. So sure, you could do that for those individuals. The vast majority of people, however, aren't those people. Yeah. Are, this is their second, this is their first this is their fucking first, right? Like, think about that. Like, yeah, you need to play these songs for those people. I don't think they've done a proper tour since they blew up with um, Stranger Things. Oh, no, no, they haven't. So their fan base has grown so much more because of that. Like, people are going to come in like, oh, shit, they do Master Puppet. Puppets. Let's go see that. So, yeah, you have to kind of do this. So I understand that. I do. Um, as a deep fan, I was like, fuck, it'd be so awesome. Uh, to, yeah, yeah. To hear a lot yeah. more from Death Magnetic. Like, they only played Cyanide. That was it, I think. Um, but in any case, we didn't talk about the set list. Let's talk about Night one set list. Yeah.
1: Do you want me to start with their opening songs?
0: Well, so, <laughs> we don't need to start with their opening songs because it's the same every time. It's yeah. always going to be a long way to the top, followed by the Ecstasy of Gold. Like, the Ecstasy of Gold, <laughs> for sure, that's been their headlining, like, their opening song forever. They've recently, as far as I know, added a long way to the top. But... We can just assume people know that, and if not, go have some fun the first time you've seen them. So you can start with their non-opening songs this time.
1: Non-opening?
0: I don't know what the fuck (laughs) I'm saying. Start
1: with their set list?
0: (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, what the fuck ever.
1: (laughs) So they started with Creeping Death, your favorite live song.
0: I fucking love that song live. It's the greatest. Yeah. I fucking love that song. Anyways,
1: (laughs) I won't comment on every single song. Uh, Harvester of Sorrow. Through the Never, Leper Messiah, Lux Eternal, Too Far Gone, Fate to Black, Shadows Follow, Orion, Nothing Else Matters, Sad But True, The Day That Never Comes, Hardwired, Fuel, Seek and Destroy, and Master of Puppets.
0: All right, so I said Cyanide, The Day That Never Comes. That's the only song that we got from Death Magnetic. Oh,
1: which... Is Cyanide, right?
0: <clears throat> no, Cyanide's on that album. The Day That Never Comes is the song we got from that album. Oh, okay. I thought, I, for some reason, I thought it was Cyanide. Maybe it was more of like, a, I wish they would have played Cyanide.
1: Is it night two that they played Cyanide?
0: I don't think they did night two. Quickly taking a look at night two.
1: No, 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 no. I, I think it's Sanitarium. I'm sorry. Which it might be <laughs> night two or night one. I don't know. I can't remember. In it was a week case, ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in any case, um, in terms of a set list for Metallica, Awesome. I enjoyed this. Yeah,
1: it's pretty standard, even for how they did their set list. It's, I mean, this is pretty standard.
0: Yeah, it, "Creeping Death" as you mentioned was is my favorite live song. I just love the crowd interaction, chanting "Die, yeah. die, die!" Like,
1: I so uh, we should have stuck around and asked the security, like, what's it like to have <laughs> forty thousand people scream "Die" at you? <laughs> like, I just want to know what. Pe- okay, like if you don't know Metallica music or n- know anything about them, like, I just wonder what goes through your head. So, Because everybody's screaming it. It's not like only a few people. It's every single person.
0: I really wanted them to play this during s and And I wanted to know that same question from a uh, classical musician. They did play it, didn't they? They did not know. Oh, I thought they did. Because I thought it would be fucking awesome to have the entire crowd chant at these classical musicians, the <laughs> classically trained violinists and whatnot. Like, die, die. And just like have them like, what the fuck? Why? Why do they want to kill me? What's going on? Like, yeah, I don't know. I thought that would be. I'm hilarious. sure Metallica
1: might bring that up. Like, you got to stop playing for a little bit because everybody's gonna scream, "Die!"
0: <laughs> I don't. You keep the bass going. Like, you got to oh, yeah. keep that going. Yeah,
1: but everybody and, else would take. A, I mean, it'd be in their music. Like, yeah, take a break, take a pause.
0: Uh, so that was that was super awesome to open with. It's also a weird song to me because. Earlier in their career, uh, I feel like the live albums and whatnot. Like when you get the, uh, like the vinyl box sets that come with like the early day live albums.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, "Creep" was sort of their closing track. It's now sort of shifted from their closing track to their opener, opening, yeah, which is a great opener. Like it's, it's great. Like it gets you pumped up and you're good to go, and then you dive straight into "Harvester of Sorrow" from Justice. Like, fuck yeah, let's keep this old. Let's keep going. Uh. Through the Never, eh. I'm not. Oh, you don't like that? I'm not the biggest Black Album fan. I love the Black Album. I just think it's overplayed and not that it's overhyped because it's a fucking brilliant album. I just. I'm tired. I'm tired (laughs) of listening to those songs over and over and over. Yeah, that's true.
1: Maybe that's because you listen to it over and over and over and over.
0: I might. I might. Well, you listen to the Blacklist. I do listen to that a lot, but I mean, the Black Album's great. I think it gets overplayed, and I overplayed it a lot when I was younger, so I think that's part of the reason why uh, I'm kind of not necessarily over it, but it was still fun. It was still great to see that song live. The newer stuff, I'm I'm not a big fan of the new album or even Hardwired.
1: I don't necessarily like – well, there's one song from the new album I like that they played night too, but otherwise, I'm not that much of a fan of it, Yep. but eh.
0: Uh, the next big one for me on this particular night, Orion. I fucking you love, love Orion. Orion. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird because I always, fuck, they always play Cthulhu. Like, that's their instrumental. They always play. They never give Orion love. Orion's so fucking awesome. Night two, spoiler, they play, we've said it several times, they yeah. play Cthulhu. Yeah. And when it came on and they are playing Cthulhu, i was like, holy fucking shit, this is such a great song. And every time <laughs> I, I hear it, I think that, like, God fucking damn it, this is so good. Like, it.
1: You just change your mind. Not change your mind, but you're just like, oh, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Oh, no, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah.
0: holy shit, this is so good. And then it's like, oh, but Orion is yeah. just as good, if not just a little bit better, in my opinion. Play Orion more. So I think we got to see Orion for the first time live at the 40th. And then here we got to see him. It's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy I got it. it like, like I said, they announced like the set list earlier on the tour, and I knew I was going to get Orion, so I was just. I'm yeah. So yeah. Uh, and immediately following that, my absolute favorite Metallica song, "Nothing Else Matters," simply because that's the song that got me not only into Metallica but into metal music itself. Like that was my gateway song, that like set me down this rabbit hole of metal. And
1: so, yeah, so it just has a special spot.
0: It's, it's such a special spot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I like it a lot. I think I like had my eyes closed during the entire really time. Yeah, and this was just like mean, feeling it. Yeah, and this was like James was right in front of us. Yeah, it too. yeah. And I guess we didn't talk about that, so we've been talking about the songs. But so, thinking about the the clock face that we were at, we we're at six o'clock, twelve o'clock. Uh, the first drum kit that came out was Lars at about like the one o'clock hour or so, and there was a long fucking delay this first night between Pantera and Metallica. Yeah. And it was a little frustrating that how long it actually It was an hour. Yeah. Fucking Well, insanely like 50 long. F- some minutes, yeah. And the entire time there's no drum kit. No drum kit being brought up. There's no drum kit anywhere. And I'm trying to think where the fuck is this drum kit at? Where when are they going to bring it on stage? And the guys next to us like, "Oh, they're going to bring it up from the bottom of the stage." But I said that. And I was you like, said that too. And yeah, so it's like I, it's probably underneath. It was like, "No, that's way too much fucking like the, the mechanics of that, like, the cost to bring in, like... It's Metallica. But still, like, <laughs> the cost to bring that kind of equipment in to do that kind of shit is ridiculous for just having one drum kit that's going to be on a spinner anyway. What the fuck?
1: Oh, so you were thinking it was, like, a normal, like, how we normally see Metallica, exactly. where it's, like...
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, when Ecstasy of Gold comes on, then you start to slowly see a drum kit rise up. And I was like, oh, you should. These motherfuckers see, are right.
1: I never saw it. I couldn't see. Oh, you couldn't? I couldn't see over there. So I kn- the first night, since we were like fifth or sixth from the rail, like we were really close, well, pretty close, I couldn't see anything that happened on the other side of the stage.
0: Yeah. I, it was kind of hard for me to see it too, but I did see it come up. And I was like, motherfuckers, all right. It did come up. All right, cool. Uh, About four songs in, there was another like little video sort of like Lights get dim, there's a video thing, everybody leaves the stage, so on and so forth. Um, then the drum kit drops, and it goes over to that, like, 10 o'clock hour and comes up again. Well, that drum kit doesn't. That drum kit, yes. It's
1: f- four separate drum kits.
0: So, yeah, they do this throughout the time. About every four songs, then the 10 o'clock will drop, and it comes over to, like, the 7 o'clock. Four songs later, that will drop, and it'll go over to, like, the 4, 4 o'clock, yeah. And come up there. Uh, and that's how they moved Lars around. And, <laughs> Instead of picking up his drum. <laughs> well, or just have one fucking drum kit See, that spins. I thought it would be like,
1: well, I guess there's stairs, but I was, I was thinking it would be like on wheels and they would just wheel it around the stage. Oh.
0: So yeah, I, I remember people also saying like, oh no, it's going to be moving and the Lars will be moving throughout like the whole thing. And I was like, no people, you. They have-
1: need to just build a stage where Lars is like up here, <laughs> and then everybody else is down In here center. playing.
0: Yeah. Um, but when they were saying like it's gonna move because it's a big circle, so I, I thought they meant like the whole circle's gonna move. Oh. And then I was like, no, Lars has one drum kit that sits there and spins. We've seen this sort of style stage from Metallica before. It's not gonna fucking move. Yeah. And also the stage is not gonna move because you can look at it and people are. In the snake pit, there's no security. You're just basically like hanging on the edge of. There's the, no rail, yeah. Yeah, you're just basically yeah. right there.
1: And like you said, uh, we did watch the Austin in yep, theaters yep. or the Metallica in theaters thing, but from that perspective, I think we said it earlier. But like you, you can't really tell what happens from that perspective because the camera's moving. The around. camera
0: never shows the drum kit go down all. Yeah, also. And so and
1: also never shows like the perspective of the stage really right because it's always on them as or if it moving.
0: does you don't know where because what camera that's coming from yeah so from your perspective from watching it it's just lars is in his spot that he's always in the background's still just the fucking crowd yeah yeah um but i do think that was kind of cool to move lars around that way that way he like instead of having him in one location everybody can get to like see him yeah the frustrating aspect especially for night one is where Lars's drum kit was, it felt like everybody else... That's where they are playing. ...was playing around yeah. him. They moved around a little bit, but not that far off from where Lars was, Lars yeah. was playing.
1: So for, the, for night one, we basically did not see them...
0: For half the show. For
1: half the show, yeah. Like, they did... Like, Kurt came over a couple times. Rob came almost over to us. James never came over, I don't think.
0: Until... Nothing else matters, yeah. right? Yeah, where, he's where like right in I front think of us. I think that's when the drum
1: kit moved around to that side. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we never really had them come over.
0: No. It they, which
1: was really to me it was really frustrating. I'm like, I hate this stage. This is gonna be. I, I'm tired of this. Like,
0: it's weird because we've seen Metallica with the center stages before. Yeah, but that's different than this stage. It's it, it is different than this yeah. stage, but we have seen this sort of setup where. Yeah. They are in the center and they have to play to a circle essentially. Yeah, and they move around so much better. It
1: is, but it's also like smaller, where like Lars is in the center, and then everybody kind of moves around.
0: Yeah, because I, I you see don't what have the snake
1: pit. We haven't seen it with like the snake we pit. We haven't
0: seen it with the snake pit. It has been sort of where the snake pit is. That's where where the stage would be. Yeah, because like
1: thinking of the fortieth, which. Was a center or a center stage, but like I could see a cr- like what James was singing across. I his back was to us, but I could see him. And for this, like if he's over here, I I couldn't see him all yeah. the way over there.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That this the stage was fucking massive. The snake pit was also fucking massive. Yeah. we've seen a few, maybe just one show, the Lala show. Lala
1: well, had a snake pit,
0: but it was a smaller snake pit. Yeah, and that was a,
1: a and that wasn't for Metallica only. That was for
0: yeah. Well, maybe. I can't remember. Was it for everyone? I think so. Okay, but the stage was a flat stage. No,
1: no. Maybe it was only Metallica. And then, like, because Green Day didn't have that. They took that down, yeah. Yeah, so it was only Metallica. So it was a flat
0: yeah. stage that then they brought out, like...
1: I mean, it was set up all day, but it was for the Metallica night.
0: Brought out, like, two side ramps and then, like, a center thing where yeah. you can run out to and go do that. Yeah.
1: So it was kind of like a... Yeah, just like a...
0: And then even for that one, I think they brought a drum kit out for Lars to play a little yep. bit. Yep, yep. And... Yeah. The stuff on Nugs, I think, is that same way, too, where Lars will come out every now and then and play. Um, But, yeah, this one, the Snake Pit was fucking insanely huge for sure.
1: Yeah, I kind of – like, if you're on the – so, say say you're on, like, our side, so, like, on the 6 o'clock side of the Snake Pit, even when they're playing on the other side, like, you're basically back row now.
2: Yep. Yep. Like,
1: you're not front row like you are when – I mean, greater when they're on the 6 o'clock side – Yeah, you're good. By the way, you're in the back row.
0: Yeah, it it was a little disappointing for sure. Um, The only other highlight for me that night, for night one, was when the balls dropped, the massive beach balls dropped.
1: Was that during Seek?
0: Yeah, I believe it was. Um, Straight ahead of us in the snake pit was this dad with his young son, his son basically sitting on his shoulders and also kind of somewhat on the stage, Oh, yeah, he sat
1: on the stage all the time.
0: For all the bands and just sitting there fist bumping every single band, throwing the devil horns up. He was having Checking a good time. Checking his muscles out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just this little tiny six-year-old kid having fun. Probably six. I don't know how old he fucking was. I don't know. But toward the end, he was. you could tell he's getting a little bit tired. He's he's still having fun. He's getting a little tired, still throwing the horns up. It's 11 o'clock. Fucking beach balls drop. Kid goes <laughs> fucking insane for the beach balls. Like... Oh my god, I want to want to. you have moment. to put
1: a video. Right, I know we're going to do a whole video, but you'll have to put like a picture of the beach balls cuz they're they're not just beach balls. They're like massive balls.
0: They're like 7 8 foot diameter, yeah. like Yeah. Ra- yeah, diameter whatever the fuck. Um they're massive. They're fucking massive. Um <laughs> But uh, just like watching this kid go like, holy shit, I want one of those beach balls. It, it was fun to see. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, anything else from night one you want to bring up that no, you remember? I,
1: it was fine. It, it Definitely not my favorite Metallica show.
0: Same. The, the stage to me is what was the big. Again, yeah. this entire time, the stage was sort of like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is and I
1: remember leaving thinking, we're going to have to do this again on Sunday and yep. next year.
0: Yeah, so that that's, that's a good segue, I think, into Sunday. Because I went into Sunday thinking the same thing. Not only for, mainly for, as you said, next year. We got two tickets for two cities for next year. And they're both GA Four. floor on the outside of the snake pit. And this does not seem like a good ticket a good location to have for this particular show with this particular stage.
1: Yeah. I think, th- I think having a seat ticket, like a stadium seat ticket would have been so much better for Agreed. this, for this stage. And I don't care for seat tickets, No, but thinking of sm two, we were fortunate enough to go to that. We had the last ticket in the stadium 400 section all the way against the wall, but you could see everything. Yeah. And you could see all the screens. You could see the stage moving. You could see everything. Yeah. And I think from the perspective that Metallica is going for, that's what you want for this.
0: Definitely that. Also the snake pit. From what I've heard, like we met a guy there who was um, there because of like audio company or what he's working with. Uh, Got him like free tickets to the snake pit or some shit. Well,
1: he had an all access pass. Oh, did he? Yeah. So the first night he stood in the snake pit, the second night he stood and ga i think maybe kind of by us oh, from his real? pictures yeah and i never saw him but i should have looked around a little oh, bit shit. more yeah
0: oh we should talked to him yeah but he he was messaging you and he's like the snake pit sound was fucking insanely good yeah and yeah. that's what i've heard is like the snake pit sound yeah was awesome. i think it
1: so the so for night one um i think metallica sounded okay or sounded good. But like I was saying for Pantera and Mammoth, I heard the echo. But I think it's where we were positioned from where the speakers are. Yeah, yeah. Where if we were kind of in between the middle and the outside. Where if we were um, in the snake pit, I think you would get that funnel in and it would sound amazing as well. So I think it's just a matter of where you're standing. And yeah. we were just, the first night we were just kind of in that that little area.
0: And I think like, the way this was set up somewhat reminded me of romstein in terms of they have that Fuhrer zone, yeah. which is like the high-end GA ticket, which is that first section mm-hmm. closest to the stage. And you have like, this barrier halfway through the field, which is your normal cheap-ass loser GA Us. seats. <laughs> right. <laughs> but those those tickets cost so much fucking more yeah. to get in that first little section. To me that's how the snake pit felt is like we're going to make the snake pit massive charge a lot of fucking money for the snake pit and it's going to be an awesome. That experience in the snake pit probably is fucking insanely awesome. I would have enjoyed that experience so much more. But as you were saying cuz no matter what set they're at, you're going to have a great view of Metallica. Yeah. Like it's going to be great no matter yeah. where what drum kit they're at. But from us being on The six o'clock hour, looking at the first two drum kit changes, you don't, you're in the last row. You don't see shit. And that was very disappointing and it made me like upset that we got GA tickets. I was so happy because I love having GA tickets and it's like, fuck, this stage is just. It's just not good for it. shit.
1: Yeah. I was disappointed for next year more than this year where I was just like, well, we already have our tickets for next year and. We're doing GA again.
0: It's too late. Yeah, we already bought yeah. our tickets. If, if I can go back and change my mind, I would Yeah, but or exchange them. <laughs> or exchange them, yeah. Call Ticketmaster, see how that would work. I don't know, maybe find a fan. Like, you you have seats? You want to <laughs> change your
1: tickets? Just add, before we get there, like, you want to trade?
0: <laughs> Who's got seats? I got <laughs> GA. Who's got seats? <laughs> um, <laughs> any case, so we went in a little frustrated tonight, too. Um. Also, like... The merch experience that morning, we'll t- as you said, do a, 666 yeah, we'll do a six 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 on that. Uh, also left us very frustrated too. But night two happened. Um, it's Metallica. It Whatever. It's fucking Metallica. This is gonna be awesome. So what do we have for a set list for night two? Sure.
1: So they started with uh their opening songs. No. <laughs> sure. They started with Whiplash, For Whom the Bell Tolls, Ride the Lightning, Dirty Window. 72 Seasons, If Darkness Had a Sun, Welcome Home, which is Sanitarium, You Must Burn, The Call of Cthulhu, The Unforgiven, Wherever I May Roam, Motha to a Flame, Fight Fire with Fire, Whiskey in the Jar, One, and they ended with Enter Sandman.
0: Good good set. Yeah. I enjoyed
1: this. I think I... I must have... I never looked at a set list, but I... For some reason, I knew they were going to start with Whiplash.
0: I feel like they would, and that's that's just yeah.
1: like—is that a normal opening f- that we've seen of theirs?
0: I'm trying to think of Vegas, like what, if that was yeah. Whiplash or if that was—I'm uh, pretty sure that was Whiplash. Yeah, they started with, from and then Vegas. maybe Lala, too, and then Lala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just
1: like, oh, this is normal.
0: It's a good. It's a yeah. good old school. Yeah, like from Kill 'Em All. Like, yeah, let's get the fucking going. Like, yeah, this is who we Kinda are. Kind of like Creepy Death. It just yeah. gets you going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. And then it goes into like For Whom the Bell Tolls and Ride. Like, so it's.
1: Yeah. Like, three. Great. Three, yeah. Like, I don't want to say classic, but classic songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, these are like. Yeah. I don't want to be like, we listen to classic metal. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it at is this point, kind of it is like classic. 40 metal. years. Yeah. 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 These
0: are the oldies now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get Dirty Window too. You you really like Dirty I like window. Dirty
1: Window a lot. Yeah. I think the first time I heard it live, well, I'm sure I heard it many times, but then when we heard it with at the 40th I was like, "Fuck, I like this song. Yeah. I like this a lot." Yeah.
0: It's it's definitely like Saint Anger is not a great album like a people are yeah on it. Yeah.
1: James even said like, "It's
0: from your favorite." Favorite
1: from your favorite album. <laughs> I think he said that at the 40th too. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I like Dirty Window. I I don't know I don't know their album or you know I don't listen to their music on their albums, but maybe that's the only good song off the whole album.
0: I I I have a up and down relationship with that album. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I like that album. I think a little bit better than Hardwired and Seventy Two Seasons. Oh, really? Is they actually took a chance and they did something new and unique.
1: The Their fans didn't like it.
0: Hardwired and Seventy Two Seasons is just sort of like rinse and repeat.
1: I feel like Seventy Two Seasons was just let's put something out there.
0: It, it's basically a continuation of Hardwired. I think. Yeah. It feels it, it feels very similar. Feels very yeah. Just like, but. I don't know. I St. Anger, it's not a great album by any means, but at least they, they tried something yeah. and did something new. Anyway, not talking about <laughs> albums set list-wise. Um,
1: but then we went up um, to get beer and drink after dinner. Went Dirt to the Lingo.
0: restroom, um, went to get some beer, and I got some food because I was a little hungry. Yeah, Because uh, I was like, fuck it. If I can't, like, this isn't fun. I don't like being, because...
1: At this point, they're on the other side of the stage again.
0: Yeah, we had we had planned to move around with Lars's drum kits, but they put up a barrier halfway through where the bands were going to come in and out of and we couldn't go down. And we talked about this a little bit earlier, but we tried to go down the staircase where the venue had sort of a sign that said floor access. Oh, right. 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 But because they put the barriers up where the bands are going to leave and enter onto the floor from like the dressing room and whatnot, that was no longer floor access. So it's like, then close your fucking sign. If yeah, take the, the sign down. down. Yeah, take the sign down. Like, that's the only reason we came down this way. Yeah.
1: Well, because when we got down there, so there are stairs to the stadium, to the floor, which I'm sure is there for emergency. But he just, like, looks at me. He's like, no, there's no floor access here. And I was like, well, then you guys need to fix it at the top of the stairs. Like, there, I was kind of, at this point, I was just tired of Ford Field. Yeah, like, in, like, get your fucking shit together. You have to know how to do
0: this. And... <laughs> there was a line of people behind us and yeah. we were trying to get down because the sign yeah. said floor access. Yes, yeah. So it was, I feel like it was floor access at one point in time. Maybe earlier in on the once night. Once they brought the barriers out to like close it down yeah. for the bands to get onto the stage, which fine, it makes sense. You need to do that to make sure fans aren't like, you need to make sure the artists and the members can get onto the stage yeah. in a safe manner. Yeah, I understand. Yep. Completely understand that for sure. I don't disagree with that at all. But if you're going to close down a floor access, Fucking take down the sign that says floor access. Or has
1: somebody at the top tell you, like, oh, you can't get to the floor down here.
0: Right. Like Like we all have bands on. Everybody knows. Fucking communication yeah. at this point. Yeah. This is all it is. Yeah. Um and Ford Field clearly doesn't know how to talk to each other. I don't fucking no. know.
1: We'd even talk about the first night. I try to go upstairs to go to the bathroom in between Pantera.
0: I didn't know there was shit that happened.
1: You couldn't move in the hallway. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Just too many people? Too many
1: people and nobody had any fucking clue what line was what. It's kind of like when you leave a Cubs game, like when everybody stays till the end and everybody's down in the concourse at the one time. It's like that, but then you have, I mean, nothing to get somebody in a wheelchair, but you have somebody trying to come through in a wheelchair. There's glass on the floor. Somehow glass got on the floor. There's employees trying to like move the bin things back and forth. I don't know. It was just a fucking mess. And I literally walked down to another stairwell and just came right back down. I'm like, whatever, I will pee at the end. It's just a fucking joke there. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's all all I'm saying is I will go back to Detroit. I am not going back to Ford Field. But anyways, we were upstairs for 72 seasons to get you food and drinks.
0: And darkness had a sun. And then you
1: notice, yeah, you notice when you were eating that if darkness had a son came on and that's the one song off of 72 seasons that I like.
0: It's like your favorite song for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Off that
1: album. Yeah. And I was just like, you're like, Oh, you could go listen to it. So I actually stood there. There's a fence at the top, but I like stood and like watched it through the fence, which I think is a better view. And this is why I think having seats would be better. Cause that's a better view of what's going on and like better view of the stage and everything than being in the, on the floor.
0: Yeah. Um, I think snake pit would be the best place for sure. I think. Cease. I disagree. You, oh yeah.
1: I th- I thought I said already. Like if you're on the if you're against the stage, and they're on the opposite side, you're basically back row.
0: Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry, I meant like where we were standing. Basically. No, no, no.
1: Like if you're in the stake pit, and it's a circle. Yeah. yeah and yeah. if you're over here and they're over here, you're back row. Sure. And I could not see anything. You might be able to see a little bit.
0: Sorry, sorry. When you said that, I thought you meant where we were standing. Where we were at the 6 o'clock hour, and they were on the the first two drum kits. That's basically back row. But you're also meaning from the snake pit point of view also. Mm -hmm. I didn't take it that way. I thought you meant from where we were standing. Agreed that from that standpoint, you're close to the back row. You're essentially back row. When I say in the snake pit, I'm not saying I would be on the rail or on the fence at all. I would be... Sort of the center snake pit. And just, I, like, turning with the band? Yeah, that's what I would be doing. I would not want to be hanging on the stage for snake pit. Like, why? Like, so I can, like, look up at James as he's playing potentially and, like, give him a fist bump or something? I don't give a shit about that. I just, I want to see the music. I yeah. want to see the show. I would be closer to the center of the snake pit, and as they move, I'd be rotating too. That's what I'm saying. Like, from a snake okay. point of view, that's where I would want to be, in, like, center of the snake pit
1: Okay, sure.
0: okay. Um...
1: I still think seats would be best for this.
0: The one seats we haven't talked about are the... So those eight pillars that have the jumbotrons on them. There were also seats on those that you can get. That might be a lot of fun, I Uh, think.
1: I don't know. You don't really have a crowd aspect, though, except for the five people that are up there with you. You don't have
0: a crowd aspect, but it'd be a fun experience. I think those were the tickets where... You got like a Yeti cooler full of beer and shit also. I did see
1: I did see a cooler and people just would go over and grab stuff out of the cooler. So, so. it's like
0: I know there like there's so many different tickets. Can ticket I get Diet options. Pepsi in there? Probably. I don't know. There's <laughs> there's so many different ticket options for yeah. this. It's a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. But
1: I kind of wish so when you bought tickets, we bought you bought all three cities that were that we went to Detroit and then the two for next year all at once. Yep. And I kinda now wish that we didn't have that. FOMO aspect of them selling out and waited until we experienced it and then bought tickets.
0: You haven't looked yet to see if like Chicago, for instance, one of the ones which we're going to is still on yeah. sale or not. But I'm
1: sure everybody figured we were going to Chicago,
0: but like that was definitely a FOMO thing is I don't want these to sell out and have to buy them on the secondary market. I hate the fucking scalpers so much. I do too. Tickets and everything. So it's like if, I feel like yeah. I have to buy shit right away.
1: Yeah. So like in the um line when I waited in line for the city poster at the pop up store, um, I did uh talk to some guys around me and um you actually talked to one of them when you were in line for the poster Sunday. But uh they were kind of joking like, Oh, you got a poster now, like you could get up tomorrow morning and do the same thing. Oh yeah. And I said I said the same thing. I'm like, Nope, I'm getting my one like I don't need two there's no reason for me to have two posters and I was like I hate the same thing for people who buy 10 tickets when they only need two like it's like why do that why you know why even if you're not a scalper if you're still like oh I'm gonna buy these and just sell them for more money why
0: yeah so I mean looking at next year we did as we said we bought tickets for Chicago uh floor access or GA access uh, we paid 315 plus $81 in fees, so about 400 and something bucks, right? Um, the only thing you can get now on Ticketmaster is verified resold for the field, the same ticket we have, for 580 a ticket. Yeah, see, I don't, yeah. And that's not including fees, because, you know, yeah. fuck Ticketmaster and whatnot, yeah. right? Even though they said they'd stop doing their hidden fee bullshit. Um, Ticketmaster sucks. Uh, I might have to bleep that out. <laughs> I'll leave it at anyway, um Anyway, so, yeah, like, we kind of had to do the FOMO aspect because yeah. it's going to sell the yeah. fuck out. Yeah. Which sucks that that's how it had to be because if I can go back in time now, I would change the ticket I bought yeah, and to not be the floor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think that's where I was. I mean, I think we already said this, but I think that's where I was after night one is like, fuck, we have to see five more sets like this. Yeah. And, but I think, I think how we, so on Sunday, we were not up near the, I mean, like we weren't like five rows from the rail. We kind of just hung back and kind of just like walked around. And like we said, we went upstairs. I kind of like that better of hanging back. You don't get that crowd aspect as much as night one we that we did, but I could see more and I felt like we did move. From a little bit a little bit like from one spot to another spot um
0: from the nine o'clock to sort of the four o'clock hour. yeah yeah yeah
1: so i mean not much but just from one spot to the other spot but it's like i don't know i i just don't like it
0: no i don't either um i i understand why you liked being further back i did not like that at all um
1: yeah, but you're taller than me, so you can see more. I am
0: taller. I can see more. I think
1: that's why a lot of concerts, I'm like, let's stand a little bit further back because then I can see. And then you're always like, no, let's be right up next to the person. And I'm like, but then their head's right in front of my see, head. I
0: like, I see, yes, exactly. Because I like that. I, l-
1: I like the crowd aspect of being in the crowd. I don't like that I can't see.
0: Right. So you'd rather see than have the crowd aspect.
1: No, I'd rather see and have the crowd aspect. <laughs> but if you can have
0: one or the other. I need stilts. Yes, there you go. Because <laughs> I'm like, I want to be in the crowd. I yeah, I don't know, because um, otherwise we'll just get you a seat and they'll get me a floor access <laughs> and I'll come see you <laughs> in between. <laughs> um,
1: in between sets? Yeah. No.
0: No, because then I can't get, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Um, running, I don't know
1: what song we're on. Oh, Darkness had a song.
0: Cthulhu happened. Unforgiven. us, was happy that we got Cthulhu, or Unforgiven. <laughs> um, fight Fire with Fire comes on, and I just kind of laughed to myself because for night. Two of the 40th before they even come on stage oh the yes. fire alarm went off yeah and nobody fucking no. moved no everybody's like i'm on real. i'm this close yeah. to the stage on we the were 40th. so
1: we we're like second from the state like yeah. we were like there was the barrier and then us
0: well, for the a barrier 40th. a person and then us <gasps> yeah yeah sorry
1: sorry the person on the barrier and then us otherwise we had real and we're case. like all looking around like we're not fucking moving.
0: Nobody in the seats moved, and it's like no. A fire alarm went off, and nobody moves. Like you can see the news report of like this particular uh, sixty the Chase Center burnt down, killing sixty three thousand. <laughs> Apparently, nobody moved with warnings. <laughs> but it was kind of funny. I
1: looked at, okay. To our off- defense, yeah, defense. Our to our defense, I looked around and I saw that security wasn't moving. Yeah, yeah. So that made me feel like nothing's really happening we don't need to move somebody
0: would have been in the ear of security saying you need to get these people the fuck out yes yes you would have seen people in the seats moving yeah in any case the point i was trying to make was when that happened people around us were like they're gonna come out to fight with fight fire right exactly and it's like you know that's not gonna happen because the way the 40th works is we go kill them all all the way up to hardwired So you had to assume they were going to do either hardwired all the way down. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Or, again, kill them all all the way back up to hardwired. Oh, no, I figured it would be. The up and down makes the most sense. But the interesting thing was, like, you start with the first album. Night two, you start with the second album. So maybe, (laughs) maybe it could be fight fire with fire. So anyway, when that song came on, I was like, Oh, this is awesome. I wish somebody would pull a fire alarm right now. <laughs> uh, Could
1: you imagine that place if a fire alarm went off?
0: I don't know. Nobody
1: would fucking know what to do. <laughs> no.
0: um, so that that was a highlight that made me smile. And then Whiskey in the Jar. Yeah. I love that song. Which we heard song.
1: live the first time at
0: Lala. For the first time, yes. Yeah. Uh yeah. I've always wanted to hear that. We heard it for the first time there. I heard it again here. I was super excited. Um, But this is the 14th track of the night. And this is the reason I don't like going in, sort of knowing what the set list is. I don't look at set list before going in. I don't like it when a band's like, "We're gonna play her entire album," and it's entire. Oh yeah.
1: Album.
0: Um, because it gives you a guideline for how the night is going to go. I don't want to know, like, fuck. This is the fourteenth track. We get two more songs after this. Essentially, the encore. And you know one of them is going to be Inner Sandman. Yeah. So you get one other fucking song. Yeah. And also, during Whiskey, this is the night the balls dropped. (laughs) The balls dropped. The balls dropped, yeah. (laughs) Um, And it's like, okay, so cool. Now we're not getting one because you don't have any, like- You can't do that. You're not going to do pyro with this stage, because with these giant fucking beach balls- they, a lot of them get thrown onto the stage, and like the like, Rob will sit around and fucking kick one. Yeah. It'll hit Lars when he's drumming in <laughs> his drum kit and whatnot. Um, so a lot of times the balls will end up on the stage, and it's like, you're not going to do pyro with these fucking massive beach balls on the stage, so cool, now I don't get one. That's fucking bullshit. I love one. God damn it. And then right after whiskey, we get one. (laughs) Holy shit.
1: And there was still balls out.
0: And pyro and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I thought about that when there was one going through the crowd and I'm like, holy shit. What if it gets near that pyro? (laughs) Like,
0: yeah. And then Inner Salmon to close it out. Yeah. And we knew
1: it would end with Inner Salmon because night one ended with Master. Because they always do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It'd be fun. Just fuck it once. Come out to Master and come out to salmon. That'd be fun, actually. Like
1: next year. Come on, Metallica! Next year, I'd do that.
0: Get these, get get your closers out of the way, and let's let's just dive into the deep shit. Yeah,
1: it would actually be really fun if they what they because like we were just saying like oh they, the last couple of times we've seen them they start with Whiplash, so it's like oh that'd be awesome if they started with Enter Sandman and ended with Whiplash so or something was, like that. What
0: was really cool about the fortieth right is because you got these oh yeah because it went closing songs in yeah. a non closing section of the set yeah, which was. It, Gave the song new life. It gave the set new life. It was really cool. Um, but this wasn't that, so you knew you were getting inner yeah. sandman
1: Next show, do you think we're going to get the same set list?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, a few of the songs will be different. I, I think there's three to five songs that are interchangeable where um, Whiskey, Unforgiven, and... Dirty Window, for example, on this particular set list yeah. that aren't always played. So, some cities got King Nothing. Oh. We didn't get King Nothing. Yeah. Memory was not played at all. Oh, it
1: wasn't. Yeah.
0: Same with the movie night. Nobody They didn't play Memory at all for yeah. either night. So, it's like, I love Memory Live. is a great song live when the whole crowd gets involved. Again, it's that creeping death, like, chanting, die, 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 yeah. of the crowd singing with Memory. So... There, there's a few things. We'll pick up a few different things for sure. But I think the, you know, like the 72 seasons of Darkness Had a Sun, those are going to be there. You Must Burn will be there because those are the new songs. They're going to play the yeah. new shit yeah. to promote the new album. Yeah, I was
1: just going to say if, like, they didn't have the new songs, then they could
0: yeah. blend in those old songs. You're getting For Whom the Bell Tolls, Ride the Lightning. You're getting that shit. Yeah. You're getting Sandman. You're getting Puppets. You're getting Nothing Else Matters. Like, there's the core songs that you're going to get. And that's sort of like that episode we talked about where we made predictions was all about of like, if you know a band, you know, going in what 90% of their set list is going to be. Yeah. And that was our, like, that was the intent of that episode of going in to predict this. We like, you know what 90% of it's going to be. And then it jumped off the rails really quick of like, all right, well what if it's actually what we want it to be? Then what's, it be? yeah. <laughs> so that's how that whole episode yeah. went. I,
1: mean, I think that's the same thing with, I'm thinking of the bands that we see all the time. Like Avatar fucks around like all the time, like with what they do. But like Disturbed, Slipknot, um, Lamb of God, Lamb of God, their sets
0: are pretty, pretty almost the same. Locked in until the new album comes out.
1: Yeah. And then they'll intertwine a couple of these new ones, like what Metallica did, where they intertwine a couple and then you miss out on a couple, but it's like pretty much the same
0: songs. And exactly that's the whole point of that episode was like, you're going to promote the new album, but you have to do your standard yeah. songs. Your- Which
1: I wonder if that's why they're doing two nights in each city, not only for the takeover, but also so that they could play more songs.
0: So, yeah, let's wrap this up a little quick around that aspect of, I do agree with that, that I think the 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 concept is our catalog is deep enough where we can put on two unique shows. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Dead and Company does that. I love when we go there, or when I go to see Dead and Company. Dude, I always place. bring up Dead and Company because they're the like the band that does that. I know. Other bands don't do this. Yeah, shit, I know. I know. Which is really frustrating. I know. There's
1: a lot of bands that play two nights. Like I think Taylor Swift played three nights here. I'm sure it was the same show, three well, nights. Well, not even
0: that. Just I I don't know if it was, but even within metal music itself, as you mentioned, uh, Disturbed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Lamb of God. Slipknot. Yeah their sets are going to be the same across every city.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about when bands play multiple times in one city. Like Spirit Box. It was the same exact show, night one, that it was night two. Yeah. They didn't do unique shows. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, that's what I was bringing up. I wasn't bringing up what we just talked about, where they play the same song at every single show.
0: But I wish every show would be different for every band. I do wish that. But, again, then you don't get the D-cups. Or you don't get get your standard stuff that – well, fuck, I didn't get puppets last night. I'm not going to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But doing this multiple show does allow you to have more access to do that. So I do enjoy that a lot. I, it's a different conversation around. I wish more bands would tweak up their sets a little bit better. Um, the, the city takeover aspect, I actually kind of really, really enjoy that. It made the weekend feel a lot more fun yeah. and like more of a community with like, Metalheads and like the fans getting together type thing yeah
1: I, I like that too i like that aspect and also there's so many times where people are like oh are you here for the show yeah are you here for the show and it's like it, you know what they're talking about kind of like when we got on the plane for the cruise and so it's like hey you're going on the cruise fuck yeah i am like you don't even have to explain what it is it's like everybody just knows
0: saturday you here for the show yep 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 uh tomorrow night or last night uh both,
1: both. oh us two us two Yeah, Yeah. us too. Yeah, like Like, just and this was literally like conversations on the sidewalk, like as you're like at a stoplight or something. It wasn't like, I mean, sometimes at the bar somebody would say it, or when we went to Red Wings, people are saying it, you know, like stuff like that. But it, yeah, it just it makes, I guess it's just bringing this community together into one area, and I like that aspect.
0: I do too. And like I said, we're going to see the Chicago show, which is where we live. I kind of wish we picked a different city. To be fair, to go again, like.
1: Like a travel city again? I
0: want to explore the city, explore. One of the destinations will be that. But like the fact of like going to a location and then having so many other people come in from outside to explore the city, uh, check out the cool things going on within that particular location. Like we said, like we discovered Detroit because of this. Yeah. We're going to go back to Detroit because of this. It's awesome to come to Chicago. I wouldn't miss that. Uh, yeah, of course. If it's on the... Sure, we're gonna go to Chicago, but if they go to Milwaukee. Like that'd be fucking fun. Go to St. Louis. We couldn't make that work. Minneapolis. We couldn't make that work or some shit. Yeah,
1: for some reason, Detroit's <laughs> the only one this year that we could make work. So,
0: but like, I don't know. I yeah. love that aspect of a city takeover. Yeah,
1: when they're here in Chicago, we're gonna have to do more effort on our part of going, like, go to well. Lalo will just be getting over in Grand Park, so I don't even know if you can go through Grand Park. But what I'm saying is, like, go to kind of the touristy areas Yeah. to kind of see people yeah, or, you know, yeah. like, meet people on the street corner or whatever. And
0: hopefully, like, they bring in, like, they brought other bands in. Hopefully, they bring them and take them to, like, the Vic or Aragon or yeah. like, bring them and make people go and explore the city. Yeah. Because when we were tourists first coming to Chicago from Iowa and exploring Chicago, it was that touristy shit. Chicago is so much more than Michigan Avenue and there's so much more better things to find yeah. than Michigan yeah. Avenue and the loop. Yeah. So I hope Metallica, when they come here, we branch out into the neighborhoods. Yeah.
1: And I'm, we're talking about that now, like when we went to the pop-up store, when I think we were in line Saturday, just or Sunday, one of the days just to like go into the pop-up store. And we were like, Oh, I wonder where it's going to be when it's in Chicago. And even this week when I was walking to work, I was like, this place is empty. This place is empty. This would be a <laughs> good place. So, you know, like, I just I really hope that they don't choose a place on Michigan Avenue by all the other shops, like get people off of Michigan avenue, yep, yep, like get people uh, granted, I want it convenient to us so <laughs> that we could <can> get there, <laughs> but get people into the neighborhoods yep, yep. don't don't have it on Michigan Avenue where every other fucking tourist
0: is, so i mean this this tour is doing a lot of great things. They're bringing people to new locations, uh, making people explore new cities and find out new things, which is awesome. Four unique openers. Yeah. Super I like that, too. Cool. I
1: like that there's four openers each night instead of hearing the same band
0: over and over. You get Metallica. You get uh, they promote other like tribute bands, other smaller bands that travel along with them for yeah. the day between show.
1: They do charity work.
0: And then the charity work, exactly, yeah. of like, we're going to come to this town, let's bring the Metallica family together to help just give back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not much, just a little bit. So I love what this show and what this tour is doing. It's, it's so great. It's so fucking awesome. The stage from a viewing the show from a live perspective is... Yeah. It's, it just, it takes something that could have been perfect in my mind and it just brings it back and it's it out of a 10, it's maybe a five.
1: Yeah. I want to, I want a forty with this stage again.
0: Yeah. A smaller
1: round stage. Yeah. I don't know. I get what they're doing. I, I, do I really do. I just, I don't like it.
0: I don't either. They it's a round stage. They've played several center stages like this. Maybe not just like this, but they played, a, they, they know how to work the crowd with the stage like this. And I felt like, Night two was better. They moved around a lot better. Night two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But it's still, it was, it was not good. I did not enjoy it. So I don't know. Um, all in all, it was still a fun time. I'm Metallica, my, my favorite band. I'm not gonna not see them. So, <laughs> um, in any case, live music's fucking awesome. Go check that shit out.
1: Yep. Buy seat tickets
0: <laughs> for this show.
1: For the show only. Bye.